Hey gang, um, this is Amanda from the future. Um, in the first like 20 minutes of this, you uh, are not going to hear Eli's microphone like come through as its own feed because I am stupid and I made a mistake in the setting up process. Um, but you'll hear him. It's just through my microphone. It clears up after the first 20 minutes. I promise it doesn't say like that forever, but I just wanted to give you a heads up that it's not your speakers in your car or your headphones or your brain or anything like that. Um, it's just me being dumb. So I hope you enjoy the episode. Bye. Yo, I hope I can be funny again. Have you also been concerned about that? Well, you, there's no need for you to worry about that because you were never funny in the first place. <laughs> to the pyramid guys gals and non-binary pals my name is amanda and i am your host every single freaking week it's been a handful of freaking weeks since i've been your host but i am now back back again being your host me amanda the host of the pyramid you don't know who britney broski is do you because you're you're like 45 so you don't really pay attention to the internet like that but she Mm-hmm. That's probably true. Um, she hosts a podcast that's called The Broski Report with Brittany Broski. Like that's the full name. And at the beginning, she goes, "Welcome back to the Broski Report." Oh, welcome back to the Broski Report with Brittany Broski. I'm your host, Brittany Broski, host is, of the Broski Report with Brittany Broski. So <laughs> it it is amazing. It kills me. <laughs> also, I think I texted you this the other day, mm-hmm. but guys, gals, and not. Oh yeah. Actually, do a Foo Fighters lyric. Yes. Kings, queens, and in between. Well, I was trying to find the Limp Biscuit um, lyric to send back. That's like, ladies, fellas, people who don't give a fuck, the lovers, the haters, the and it it's like fifteen things. Very shockingly inclusive. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's so real. I think it's Limp Biscuit. I could be wrong, but that's what I was thinking of. All the ladies, yeah, all the fellas, yeah. and all the people who don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's that's very much that. That's it's really, really funny. That's going to be my song. It's, it better not be. You but you had something else. Don't steal my idea. Yeah, be yeah, original. Yeah. Um, wow. We're back at it again, if you can't tell. I'm here with fan favorite, backed by semi-popular demand. I'm here again with Mr. Eli. Yeah, that's cue, cue the applause sound effect. Uh, it's like, no, it's like one person clapping out of pity. It's in the you. Back of the room and somebody else just coughs. <laughs> yeah. All right. And someone's like, free bird. Yeah. <laughs> As I dust off the cobwebs <laughs> to watch an episode of Dance Moms, Dance Moms and talk about it. Um, this is also your weekly disclaimer that if you can hear my cat in the background, she doesn't have a bell on her collar anymore. This has been, it's been like almost a year since I've sat down and done this and we gave up on the bell on the collar a long time ago because yeah, it, it just out, wasn't working. She's figured out other ways to make noise though. That's True. Funny. Yeah. She's a rapscallion who never gives me a day off. So she's somewhere, if you hear her, she's too cute for me to discipline her, I guess. 
So sorry if you hear her. Yeah, also, yeah, also, also, it's allergy season in the South. Let's go. And so my dehumidifier is also running in the back because if it, it's not running, I literally won't be able to breathe. There's an episode from back in the day. I think it's the bonus episode with Jake where we're talking about Drag Race, oh, yeah. where I turned off the dehumidifier and you can hear both of us get stuffier and stuffier, like almost with each passing minute. Yikes. And at the end, it's like, we had to turn it on. We're like, we literally could not breathe in this apartment without it because of the way the AC in here is. And it's just like a nightmare. So if you can hear that, sorry. But you should be grateful, okay? I took a, I took some some oh, months yes. off to cut you bitches some slack. Tell a friend to tell a friend. She's back. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, yeah, I think you're also underselling, frankly, how big of a deal this is. What do you mean? Like, how big of a deal what is? Me the being bad? happening again. Oh, yeah. Do you want to talk about this it? This is an extraordinarily famous <laughs> podcast. Number one podcast in the world. In the realm of this very specific niche. That, that is true. That actually is kind of true. Over that day ago. Uh, no, I, some, several, several people reached out to you, mm. myself mm-hmm. included. But I yeah. wasn't going to, like, pressure you. I just loved, like not just doing the podcast because I've been on a handful of episodes. Sure. But I loved just like listening to you and like all your awesome friends. And yeah, your my friends are the best. Yeah. Just like talk nonsense. And like it, it's fun how like everyone has their own flavor and everything. Like some mm-hmm. people are like really funny and others do a great job of like breaking it down. Episodes. Yeah. 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 And uh, I just like I would never actually watch the episodes. I would just listen to your podcast Mm -hmm. and just enjoy like the camaraderie yeah like oh what are kelly and christy up to now yeah yeah and Uh, let me listen to another one of amanda's friends yeah yeah oh i'm I'm, as soon as this thing downloads on mondays i I was was listening for sure so i'm I'm happy that it's back i hope that your uh all of your listeners are happy that it's back when when they're still set to auto download like wait a second there's new content what's going on yeah yeah it's interesting i didn't get i really i mean i wasn't expecting anybody to care first of all that it was gone like i record this on my computer with my friends in my living room and i don't ever think about the fact that other people listen like it genuinely never comes across my brain the fact that this is on the internet forever (laughs) for better or for worse i don't ever think about that and so I never got like when people reach out to me and ask me about it or, or said like, you know, anytime any stranger brought it up in an email or in an Instagram DM or whatever, like no one was ever mean. And I wasn't really expecting anybody to be mean because I wasn't expecting anybody to care that it was gone. But all of them were very like, you know, if you ever come back, I, you know, can't wait. Or like, I understand that, you know, you want to take some time off and I support you in that. But I would also support you if you ever decide to come back. Like I never got like a weird, angry, like, you know, you should you owe your listeners, blah, blah, blah. It was always every single anything I got, comment, DM, email, whatever, was like insanely supportive. Which is like one of the reasons why I felt comfortable just like deciding to do it again. Like I I really I mean, like I kind of talked about this in like the teaser for like coming back, but like, I don't know, I just kind of missed it. And wanted to do it again, and that it, it really wasn't any deeper than that, you know. You definitely, when you first considered coming back a while ago, mm-hmm. you didn't have quite that same zest, yeah, as I see that you do this time. I mean, oh my god, I'm gonna cry. This, you very much seem like 
genuinely excited to do it. Yeah. And that made me super excited to do it again. If you're about like, to yeah, cry, I'm going to punch you. Brother, I'm not about to cry. <laughs> but just know that I am consistently in the on-deck circle waiting on you. <laughs> oh, my God. That's really sweet. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm just there. And if you need, hey, Eli, <laughs> I need a guest because I need a podcast. Uh, you can be done with me for an hour. Like, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah. I, there was definitely like a failure to launch moment of like, I did try to bring it back a couple, like just a couple months after I had first let it go because I felt like, oh, okay, like maybe things are better in my life and I have a better grip on my mental health. And then the, like the audio, you and I recorded this episode already and we had, we had a full three hour long thing, welcome back special, and the audio file got corrupted. So when I posted it, it was a bunch of BS and I couldn't do anything about it because of the way that the file was. So like, I took it down and then I thought like, well, I can't fix anything and this is garbage now. There's nothing to be like resurrected out of this. So I'm gonna have to re-record it. And then I was like, I don't want to do that. And then that was the indicator that like, I still wasn't ready to like fully be like back in it like that again. And then I had like another like crisis in life and I had another moment of panic and moment of breakdown. And I definitely was going to have to stop again if I had really, you know, picked it back up again like that. So it just like never, I don't know. But now I like really feel like okay i'm back to a, a normal rhythm of life You're killing it. i'm low-key really killing it honestly like you know things are actually good and it's not like oh i think i could make this work again it's like i have a routine and i miss my fun little like passion project and like i'm you know if people listen to it that's great and if not who cares like i never really did this for a ton of people to listen to i i just did it because i thought it'd be kind of fun and i think i'm funny i think i'm smart and I loved watching dance songs as a kid. So I was like, why not? You know, and when I felt those, the same feelings that I felt when I first started, like, like two years ago, then it was like, oh, this is the feeling I had when I began. This is the feeling I want to have again, starting up again. You know what I mean? So, and who better to bring it back with, baby, than a, my boy, Mr. Eli. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Twenty nine. All right. <laughs> Are you ready to talk about the pyramid of life, my brother? Am I? What, what you got on the bottom of your pyramid, dog? Oh. <laughs> also, trigger warning for anybody who has like weird feelings around gross sounds. I have allergies really bad, so if you hear me like making the gross allergy sound, I am so sorry. I'm gonna try not to do it, but. It gets snotty up in here. You know At what I mean? At first, I thought when you said anyone that has triggers with gross sounds, I thought you were about to be like, and here's Eli talking. No, 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 no. That joke's that's low-hanging fruit, brother. Low-brow comedy, which you only know how to do that. <laughs> and so I understand how your brain would go there. I saw you getting through the <laughs> sounds. I saw your eyebrows lower and your face got serious. Not the eyebrows. And now I'm about to roast Eli. That's what's going on. The best is just saying it like so flat and dryly. It makes you like, it makes you insane. It's hilarious. Yes. I'm delivering like observable evidence that you are not funny. And I'm going to deliver it like I'm at a TED talk being like, here's proof that Eli's not funny. Yeah, you know what I mean? Cited studies. Yeah. Peer reviewed published articles about why Eli is not funny. 
Okay. So okay, bottom of your pyramid. What's going on? I'm happy to I'm going to drink with, some water. I'm happy to start with the bottom, but I do not like that this even exists as the bottom. Oh, Lord. So I work, without getting too specific, I work for a nonprofit, and, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, we have uh, very regular <coughs> groups of volunteers that come in. That groups right. that come in every single Tuesday and Thursday morning, about 15 of them. Mm-hmm. They're all, like, retired and they're a phenomenal group of people. Mm-hmm. Like they literally give anywhere five to seven hours every single week to Dang. a local food bank. Mm-hmm. It's super dope. Yeah. Um, and for the most part, they all seem like very like kind and, and generous human beings. There is one though who comes in, I will not name names, but he comes in and just consistently has very passive aggressive. No like downer opinions he just has like little snide remarks that he makes Mm -mm. to and about everyone there's a particular like leader in the group who has been volunteering with us for 20 years a fantastic human a fellow hebrew by the way uh jewish brethren Mm -hmm. um who kind of like has taken on a leadership role like he he likes helping lead when new volunteers like join in with their group Mm -hmm. he very often will like train them up and stuff Mm -hmm. wonderful man and this other guy uh, has a problem with, well, Mike is the actual dude's name, Mike Berger, who mm-hmm. takes the lead on everything. This other guy has a problem with Mike like taking a leadership role and, and being really like, like feeling some ownership about it. Mm-hmm. He makes a lot of crappy comments about him. Anyway, <clears throat> the other day I was sitting in my office and this volunteer came out and was like, Eli, can I talk to you for a minute? I said, sure. And uh, he brings me out in the hallway and not very quietly because a couple of my employees are sitting within earshot. Mm-hmm. I came to find out. Um, he says like, hey, I couldn't help but notice, you know, uh, you guys are having a, a Pride Month celebration. <gasps> no. Why don't we? I just think no, no, we ought no, to have no, celebrations no, no, and no, months no, no, for other no, people. No, no, no. My no. wife's a retired teacher. Why don't we have a teacher month? And I said, I'm going to stop said- you right there. Uh, <laughs> you said, tell me what it's like to be a teacher. I'm ready. Uh huh. Yeah. And for those that don't know, I also was a teacher. Yep. Um, but I said, first of all, I was going to say, first of all, uh, being a teacher is an occupation. Heard. Yep. Being gay is just who you are. Deadass. Teachers are <laughs> not a protected class. True. Nor an oppressed group. You can choose to you, not be a teacher. Right. You can argue. Yeah. Teachers definitely have drawn the short straw on a lot of things. Sure. But you choose to be a teacher. Correct. You do not choose be a member of from the LGBTQ two plus community from two people who chose not to be teachers yeah. both you, myself and you you can stop being a teacher we have both done that yeah he then continued on uh and was like well i just think we ought to be hyping up everyone and i was like joe dude i just sorry his name's joe. that's okay uh, he sucks cyberbully when you know named joe you suck nice um and he the it continued on and i'm trying to be because you know i work there he's given us like over a thousand hours at a time <coughs> sure so, like that means something whatever sure and so i'm trying to be as like gentle but firm about it as i can mm-hmm. and then he was like you know 
with my religion, he's very religious. If that of comes as a shock to anyone, sure. uh, he's he's like with my religion. I just believe that they, you know, shouldn't have the right to be married. And I don't know if that makes me prejudiced or not. It and does. I said, it is good. Good. And then I stared at him. Yeah. And he was like, "Well," and he kind of mumbled and, and shuffled off and, and whatever else. Uh, one of my employees mm-hmm. is gay. Sure. And overheard this conversation unbeknownst to me. And I walked back into the office mm-hmm. and he was just like beaming with pride. Yeah. Which is nice to know. <clears throat> I hate the reason that this is at the bottom of the pyramid is that that conversation had to happen. Well, I know that, that conversation works. didn't have to happen. He could have kept his homophobia to himself, right. which makes it worse. Like you could just be a bigot in silence. Yeah. And I, the fact that he, felt emboldened to share this Ugh, gross. not only having those thoughts but thinking people need to hear these thoughts or like this My person will agree with me like i'm in i'm in good company no the no, fuck you're not dog you're not. you're not um and so yeah that whole conversation was very much bottom of the pyramid and i told uh our dei uh like like officer or whatever or yeah DEI, and uh I told him, and uh, I said the part where I said, yeah, it is prejudice. And he yeah. just busted out laughing. It, I mean, come on, dude. Are you kidding? Like, homophobic bigots have had eons ahead of people calling them out. So, like, that person, excuse me, has probably never been called out for that kind of behavior, or he probably wouldn't have felt emboldened to say it in the first place. Yeah. So, like, one snide comment about a the fact that he is a bigot that he uh, apparently recognizes because he said something about oh maybe this makes me a bigot it's like actually yeah it does like it does and you're a moron and also why did you feel like you had to say that like my the company i work for is not going to change our marketing strategy because one volunteer got a little sensitive about it also side note this is not an original thought uh, this I have this thought because Jacob Sharp on the internet has this thought that Republicans and conservatives are the most sensitive people on the planet. Oh yeah, the snowflake. Thing. They are the snowflakes. They're the ones that are like, why are you changing your pronouns? What am I supposed to do? It literally has no- it has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Like or like seeing a rainbow flag inside of Target and like threatening to kill someone. That is the most snowflake bullshit I've ever heard in my life, dog. That's the thing. He said I couldn't help but notice so and so conversation about Pride Month. We don't like people like individuals have rainbow flags at their desk. A lot of people sure. he doesn't see any of that. So it's There's like nothing in the warehouse about pride. There's nothing so in like, our sensitive. about pride or like hey don't forget about the gate like nothing the gays nothing yeah there's yeah. nothing that we have i don't know what kind of hatred so, this guy like, feels in his heart and that's why that's why i prefaced this conversation with he's just always dropping little shitty bits yeah but just constantly he, just, he has so much negativity Gross. inside of him and he just feels the need to share it all the time it's so annoying like I'm very ugh. over it yeah i don't care if your name's on a wall somewhere bro like it doesn't really shut right. up yeah so that very much that attitude that conversation yeah. especially but that attitude in general is very much the bottom of my pyramid that's real especially like especially when no one's talking to you no one directly asks you what your opinion about 
gay rights is. You like fought it, pulled someone aside, took like company time to talk about homophobia. Like no one, yeah, no one's talking about this right now. You're not even in, it's not like you're, like this conversation wouldn't even come up in the line of volunteering. Like you are bringing that to the table and no one asked. We're feeding hungry people. Yeah, shut up, shut up. Also teachers, have not been marginalized. Teachers have been given the short end of the stick a lot, but yeah, like, they're paid, they're not right. People are not getting hate crimes for being a teacher. People are not like worried about losing their life because they cannot help the fact that they are a teacher. Fun fact, not so fun fact. Uh, LGBTQ plus youth experience homelessness yep. and food insecurity at way higher at an alarming than rate basically anyone else. right then you like the child of a teacher would you like to know why amanda tell me listening community because people like this fucking guy mm-hmm. kick them out of their homes yeah and for yeah them yeah so shut up who they are not because they're teachers right exactly you can choose it's the same thing i'm not it's the same conversation that happened around Blue Lives Matter. It's yeah. the exact same thing. Yeah. Like you can choose to not be a cop. Black people cannot choose to not be black. So like you are a literal moron for thinking that those two things are the same. Also one directly affects the Also one is the oppressor and one is the oppressed, but like whatever. Yeah, I, Jesus. It's so gross. Is this man old? Yeah, they're all, it's all is he okay he's old is he like balding eh, okay bald maybe. bald um is he ugly yes yeah that's always the kicker it's always interesting <laughs> to me when ugly people have the confidence to say some bigoted shit you know what i mean like <laughs> you're gonna <laughs> you're gonna be mad that boys like to kiss each other when you look like that yeah and boys yeah. like to kiss each other being the oversimplification of the of, of queer identity. You're going to be pissed about gay stuff when you look like that. Yeah. Is he under six feet? Yeah. Yeah. Listen. You want to know who's over six feet? Mike Berger. Oh, I thought you were going to say you. And I was like, okay, woke no, king. No, the <laughs> Jewish guy that he's very Jewish. Good. So clearly, yeah. Good. Not to say that all short men are gremlins because they're not. not. I'm just saying no. that the Venn diagram of short men and gremlins is like almost a circle. It's not a complete circle, but it's almost a circle. so sensitive they're so sensitive it's 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 not it's sensitivity is one thing but like it's rooted in fear and anger and i where tell me where are you getting that it's so annoying also also like the argument about like being religious and also homophobic like people need to understand that those those two things are not mutually exclusive like I am a, I am a religious person. I regularly attend church and I have a faith system. However, but my faith also are very much down with the gays. Yes, my faith system does not endorse homophobia or racism or misogyny. So, like, I don't really know what kind of religion you're talking about because you can't use that as an excuse because there are plenty of people who are religious who are not bigots. So, yeah. like, that argument doesn't hold up. That doesn't make any sense. No. It's just so tired. It's so busted and annoying and boring. And I hate it. Yeah. And I hate it. And yeah. also during during the month of June, during the gay month, come on. That's You've got 11 other months. You've really essentially got like 12 other months because Christmas for the conservatives <laughs> is basically two months. So really, That's you're fine. Month, 
That is so true. That is you're so real for saying that. December is Christian Pride well, Month. Like, I mean, think about that. Like they're they're mad about having like some rainbow T-shirts in Target. What about the four aisles of Christmas decorations oh that pop up in freaking October? It's so interesting. Somebody on. I don't want to see that. I'm not Christian. Well, if we're talking about the it intersection, goes my lifestyle. <laughs> I don't care if you're Christian. Just don't rub it in my face. Um, I think it's interesting the the intersection of all these things because like somebody on the internet when like the live action or like the remake of the little mermaid was happening and it was announced that Ariel was going to be black. People were freaking Christians predominantly were freaking out because Christians stay freaking out. And somebody was like, whatever. And somebody was like, Hey, if you've got problems about Ariel being black, I have really bad news for you about Jesus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you guys are on some dumb shit constantly. Yeah. Also wrote also, get over it. Don't go see the movie. If it offends your Christian sensibilities that bad, don't go. Do, Big Disney's not going to miss your 20 bucks. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's the crime. <laughs> That's the. Uh, I want to know what Joe Biden's plan is to de-inflate the cost of movie yeah, tickets. Will, Joe Biden, what's your plan? I will vote for the presidential candidate. Yup. Like, yep. Movie tickets are $5. Heard. Popcorn is $2. Soda is $1. You can go to the movie Woo! You've got my vote. That's it. Oh, Bunch of Crunch, two bucks. $10. Oh, yeah. Bunch yeah. of Crunch is the elite movie snack. Her, that's, that is, so, well, All second only to Raisinets. Oh, hold on a second. Dog, you can't tell me Bunch of Crunch and a Raisinette are the same thing. They're not. It's two different categories. One no. is, one is like, it's, they're two different, like, experiences. Yeah, I'm saying... You know what I mean? Don't give me that same level of joy that like bunch of crunch in a, in in, in handful. Some, yeah, yeah. You know. I do know. I really like raisinets though. I feel you on the yeah, bunch of crunch, but I also really get down with the raisinette. I like them. They're not even close to bunch of crunch. That's fair. Honorary uh, top of the pyramid. Bunch, bunch of crunch. crunch. Okay. <laughs> I just listened back to the last uh, twenty-five minutes of this podcast, and you fully cannot hear Eli. I'm so sorry. Um, I guess I am a, a little more rusty than I thought I was going to be. Um, but yeah, sorry. It, there was an issue with the audio that allegedly is fixed now. Hopefully when I listen to this segment back, it will be fine. Um, the takeaway is homophobia, bad, <laughs> um, progressiveness, liberalism, and pride. Good. Just love, man. <laughs> Thank you. Woke King. Just I, it can't be that hard. It it's real because well, it's not. It just simply isn't. As someone who grew up in a fundamentalism and fundamentalist Christianity and left, the leaving is hard, but the being a lib is not. It's actually way more fun and more inclusive, and it makes way more sense. Personally. Yeah, man. All right, I yeah. You're so, exhausted. You want to know? Yes, I am. Uh, and I think that your equipment was trying to say like, hey. This is a bummer of a subject. We're just going to tone Eli down for a little while. Maybe that's what it was. They were like, homophobia? We're out. Yeah. We're not doing I, this. We're not even going to record platforming this him. conversation. Yeah. Um, the bottom of my pyramid is my skin. I, in, in the teaser, welcome back for this, for this like era of the podcast. I mentioned that I, the first, like when I first left the show and like when we stopped back in August of last year. I was like basically having a nervous breakdown mm -hmm. and then things were like fine ish. And then I had another nervous breakdown, but it was put upon me. I, there was another major life shift that happened that I 
was not anticipating or expecting, did not ask for, whatever. And in this unanticipated, unexpected life shift, um, I broke out into like full body hives. Like I got hives just from stress and from not being able to sleep and my body. I mean, like every time I've been through a major crisis or like a major life change, my body has reacted like not well. Like I went through a really traumatic period in college where I was like losing weight and I lost hair. And like, you know, my body has always just like felt those kinds of things, but the skin reacting was new. Hmm. And thank god that podcasting is not a visual medium because you can't see my skin and eli can't even really see it because a eli's a straight man with bad eyes because all straight men are i have excellent vision right but it's the spirit of a thing that straight men don't notice things that they can see right no that's true and also because i have makeup on eli cannot tell but my face is full of red blotches all over my face it's and they're very itchy i'm taking her word for this and they're very yeah you can't tell huh yeah i can't they're very dry it's very it's so itchy that sometimes I like can't sleep. I have to like get a, oh. an ice roller out of my freezer and leave it on my face to get myself to fall asleep. Bruh. And I'm going to see my doctor who I hate. Long time of listeners of the podcast will remember when my doctor made me cry last year when I went to see her and she talked much about my body and I started sobbing in her oh, office. He's like, that. I didn't mean to make you cry. And I was like, yes, you did. Because healthcare uh, thrives off of shame. So like, don't speak to me ever again, but whatever. <laughs> But I haven't gotten my act together and I haven't had health insurance until recently. So I like couldn't change my doctor. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm going to see her next week about for like my annual checkup. I'm going to be like, yo, you can, you, you know what? Fat shame me all you want. I don't care. If you can fat shame me until you feel better about yourself, as long as you tell me what dermatologist to go to so I can get my skin sorted out. Because this is getting nuts. And it's really itchy and I hate it. And I really hate that there's nothing, like, I'm telling you, I've gotten this. I got a steroid cream prescribed initially. They eject. Excuse me. No, I wish. Actually, no, Ooh. I don't. That'd be weird. I'm jacked in my face. That'd be super weird. No, not um, just. Oh, well, I was putting the cream on my face. I was like, it's a steroid cream for my I'm face. A, yeah, so. but I assume you're just a really muscular face. And I mean, just a like, really strong jawline. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the crimson chin from, yeah. from a, <laughs> a fairly odd parents. Yeah, yeah, Um, I like did that and that was fine. But like there were this is maybe a little bit tmi but i don't care whatever uh, there was a time that i was like taking baths in like oat like oat baths oh yeah i've heard of people doing that it was great honestly it was really helpful for like the rest of my body and the rest of my body's fine but my face is still like sometimes it's fine sometimes my face is just so bad i can't sleep just dunk your face in the bathtub i i'm almost there like I, there have been nights that i've come really close to just like being like you know what oat bath face first you know? into the human oatmeal yeah it, yeah hell yeah that's a gross, it was so sad like you want to you want to know a really sad image a 20 something soaking in oat and crying because they're having a quarter-life crisis oat that was soaking, me huh? yeah oat soaking in my tears you I'll, know what I mean? I'll i'll do an oat soak and i'll let you know how it goes i'm gonna soak oat wait hold on that sounded okay. so sexual why did that sound so sexual i'm gonna, I'm gonna soak in Oats. Why did why did you saying soak oat make me feel the way I feel when someone says they're gonna bust a nut? That's actually like a Jewish holiday, is Sukkot. Oh, I'm nice. not making that up. Yeah. You know what's really fucked up? You know who Joey Fatone is? Yeah. From Insync. Yeah. You know how you spell his last name? Fat one. Isn't that crazy? Is he, a, is he like heavier set or? I mean, something? he's like 45, so you know he's yeah, got a dad bod. 
Joey Fat One. That's how you spell his name. I Isn't that crazy? just understood a joke. Oh no. That was made in the movie Team America World Police. I have never seen it's this. It's a movie, movie. It's a it's a stupid movie from the creators of South Park, and they made oh, this Lord. movie. I wasn't allowed to watch South Park. Nor was I. But uh <laughs> when I got older, they made this marionette movie about this like global force for justice and it's mocking sure. american patriotism and all as that it and it's done by yeah Trey america's Parker, in its clown stuff. era has always been in its clown era. right but it's and there's they they call him the fat oh maybe i'm thinking robot chicken <laughs> it's one of those two don't things. hurt yourself buddy someone write in in a review and be like actually <laughs> you know what Eli's talking about send an email about when they call him the fat one and i just got it I'm 33 years old, dear listeners. I just understood a joke that was made probably close to 20 years ago. Dang. If you know what you guys are talking about, call in. We it's have either people t- standing by. It's either Team America World Police or it's an episode, it's an episode of, of Robot, Robot Chicken. Chicken. Okay. If you know what he's talking about, email me at the Pyramid Podcast or the Pyramid Podcast at gmail.com. The Pyramid Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Someone, I hope it's in my someone bio. writes in. Linked, linked in my bio. I, I'll tell you what, if my cousin Colin listens to this, he's already talking. No. He's already typing the email up. Yeah, he knows. He knows exactly. He knows he knows everything. every reference that has ever been made about anything. Because I'm Colin, who who I uh, went to high school with, indeed, which is always crazy to me. That is weird. Is anyway, it, is it my is it my middle now? Yeah, what's your mid? I'm gonna do one that's not gonna result in a 25 minute conversation <laughs> about homophobia. Middle the, yeah, middle of the pyramid is just rainy days. Oh yeah, I we had a, had a couple of those recently in the yeah, great state of Tennessee going on right now, and yeah. I had to. And it's going to keep going on. The reason that it's only middle for me, I love rainy days mm-hmm. when I don't have to be anywhere. I can just sit inside sure. or like on a porch or something uh-huh. and just like watch thunderstorm. I love falling asleep to it. Oh mm-hmm. my god! Or waking up hearing a thunderstorm on a weekend, knowing I don't have to do anything. Elite. I mean, come on. However, uh-huh. you have to like go to work and run errands and walk through Be puddles and yeah. yeah, just exist. Like, no, it is horrible. Yeah, a lot of people get like really frizzy hair when it's rainy outside. Her, I yep. have a dog who's basically a walking towel. Yeah, he is. And whenever we have to go for a walk, he's literally wet for like towel. eight to twelve hours afterwards. It's three to five business days. Yeah, I yeah, yeah it's a whole <laughs> deal, man. It is really crazy. Uh, so rainy days are my middle of the pyramid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was gonna say something about that. Um, oh, I I have a new job since you've heard from me last. I have Yay! an office job that we love. We love to see. I'm a cor- corporate girly, but in a creative, really fun way, and I love my job. But girl to- boss true but today it was raining and i could hear the rain from my office and it was freezing in our office so it was i like almost was lulled to sleep during a meeting and i was like amanda you have got to focus you have to wake up and at one point my boss looked at me he's like are you cold and i was like dude i'm so cold i almost fell asleep like it was that <laughs> level of like cold i can hear the rain outside this person's talking about something i don't i'm not interested in it has nothing to do with me I'm yeah about to fall asleep i stand up sometimes during like I, meetings yep, or whatever yep. i will literally say i gotta I'm, stand in the back i have fall to sleep you can make up some don't even say i'm gonna fall asleep say like uh i got like a weird back thing going well, on I need and to stand people up. will believe you because you're 45 so you can be like it's my god. back and they'll oh be like yeah god man <laughs> Even halfway through the pyramid, yeah, I guess we are halfway through the pyramid, and I'm just constantly yeah, getting done. No, done. the grind never stops. You of all people should know this. The grind never stops, dog. Middle of the pyramid is being, being a guest, me. being a guest on this podcast because you are an excellent friend, and you also dunk on me constantly. Yeah, 
It's so true. You got to take the good with the bad, you know? It's so true. But it's like, it's just like so easy. Yeah. You know what I mean? LeBron it's, James in an empty gym. Dude. Okay. Have we told, I don't know if we've told this story on the pod, but when we were in grad school a million years ago together, there was a point where Eli wasn't in the classes that I was in. And I would still make jokes and still exist in the classes, in the space, in the way that I was with Eli. And Eli and I, as we've previously established, were the only normal people, the only funny people in our like cohort That's or whatever. That's true. And so when like when he wasn't there and I was still acting the way that I was normally acting, no one was there to appreciate it or like think I was funny. And I would tell him like all the funny stuff I would say in class, like after the fact. And I'm like, this is just sucks because no one's there to listen to me be funny. And I was like, it's like Michael Jordan playing basketball in an empty gym. Yeah. No one's like, there to witness no one's the there greatness. To- yes. And I said that to you like four years ago and yeah. it is still true. We still talk Very about much. it. Like it's just like Michael Jordan playing basketball by himself. Yeah, well, with you dunking on me, though, it's like LeBron James or Michael Jordan playing against a 10-year-old. Yeah, it's like Shaq. I have no it's chance. It's like Shaq in the community gym. Yeah, I have no chance. <laughs> I'm just helpless. Very true. Watching a superhero fly over mm, my head yet again. Slam dunk. <laughs> my middle of the pyramid is I know you're going to be with me on this, brother. I know you're going to be with me. I'm excited. White moms during the summer. I thought you were just going to say white moms and I was already on board. No, there is something so, you know what I'm talking about. I do. The white mom summer, dude, it is like, I wish, I I hoped one day to achieve that level of happiness that an upper middle class white mom (laughs) has during the summer. You know what I mean? She's got the Lululemon tennis skirt on. She's got a, she's got athleisure out the ass, bro. Like, decked out she's got a minivan full of children that she's like fully orchestrated who's going where yep who's being picked up where somehow there's always a snack in the car yo yeah and i'm gonna drop you off at soccer practice you off at theater camp and you off at vbs and then i'm gonna go get a spray tan and a massage i'm gonna and then solve- day drink with my girls yup yup i'm gonna day drink with my girls solve uh you know world hunger and then i'm gonna come back at a tight three o'clock and pick everybody up go home and we're all gonna go to the pool like that is crazy and i wish i could do it it's in the middle though because somewhere in there when she's getting a massage or a spray tan or drinking she is yelling at a customer service representative (laughs) so it's like it's not a complete win because you know there's something kind of crazy underneath the surface a little bit but like when i see them in public it's like time like it's like nature is healing yeah sure you know what i mean they've got that like just like the biggest stanley cup you've ever seen in your life 17 kids and a pair of sunglasses and a plan yes that is I, and i love it absolutely love it. but they're yeah. also like probably racist so it's like not great and they're definitely yelling at someone to like hurry up and make their smoothie faster for sure you know what for i mean sure. yeah their kale blueberry smoothie yeah which actually i could kind of go for right now oh same same but yeah that's the middle what's your top of your pyramid brother white woman during the summer oh my god uh <laughs> My, I like that one. My top of the pyramid uh, is the Nashville African-American Wind Symphony. Oh, we've talked about them before. Yes, I went and saw them. They have been in operation a little over a year now. uh, And they had their inaugural uh, performance in Juneteenth, Mm -hmm. which for the uninitiated is June 19th. True. Celebrating the emancipation. The actual emancipation. Yes. The word of emancipation. Yeah. Getting to Texas about two years after it actually happened. Wonder why that happened. Yeah. Um, But it is the like official 
it's basically like Black Independence Day. One right. of my coworkers, Vernon, if you're listening, shout out to Shouts Vernon. out! Friend yeah. of the podcast, Vernon! Yeah, Shouts Vernon, out, dude. We love Vernon. Uh, but we he, stand. that's how he said it today. We were talking, we had a Juneteenth, like, lunch and learn discussion kind of thing. And that's he and cool. I were sitting next to each other and talking. Yeah, I love where I work. Uh, but he and I were sitting and talking, and he, he likened it to Black Independence Day. That's quite literally yeah. what it is. Sure. Um, and so the Nashville African American Wind Symphony, or NAS is how mm-hmm. I will refer to them, uh, put on another performance yesterday, Monday, June 19th. Uh, and it was just phenomenal, man. Yeah. I've got a couple friends, a couple good friends in that ensemble, which is how I heard about it. But this is something that if you are in the Middle Tennessee area, they mm-hmm. do every Juneteenth. You owe it to yourself if yeah. you are you know if you want to support the black community if you're yep. a fan of music if you just want to go see something very cool happen uh historically <laughs> nas is the way to go uh they do like a very short like educational thing and then there's this whole like choir that comes out it's about i don't i'd say 18 to 22 people or so and they're just so crazy talented a bunch of like tsu grads there sure. are like everyone up there's like a vocal instructor or a professional performer or mm-hmm. something like that and then the actual uh, Nas performs uh, with their wind symphony and they played some like gospel influenced pieces, some like old uh, pieces that were written influenced by Negro spirituals. Mm-hmm. They did a piece that is written and composed by a freshman at Tennessee state university. Oh, a 19 cool. year old child wrote this, Dang. wrote this piece and they performed it and it was gorgeous. It wow, was a floral. It was called like a floral arrangement or, or something along those lines. Sure. I don't have the program with me. Then they played two pieces called uh, Requiem for the unarmed. Ooh, oh no, no, no. Yeah. No, uh-uh. And during I'm, I'm gonna during the performance, not no. only was there a slideshow of no. a bunch of like the uh, BLM marches in oh, Nashville bless. with screenshots <laughs> of, of raised fists and, and sure, some sure, of the sure. signs and everything. They also had uh, a lot of the like throughout the performance, a random performer would stand up and yell uh the name of an unarmed oh dang yeah who was killed by an unarmed black person who was killed sure. by police brianna taylor sure, and, sure, and, sure. you know the list goes on sure um so that was a really powerful piece and then they followed it up with a piece called heroes mm. where they showed you know they had a slideshow in the background you know fred frederick Douglass and martin sure. luther king jr and and harriet tubman <clears throat> and you know just a whole bunch of like e- extraordinary uh individuals throughout history um, that have accomplished so much for the black community. It was a very, very well for Americans in general. Uh, but it was a very powerful uh, thing to witness. And the music was wonderful and it was just super cool. So if you live anywhere in like the mid South area, yeah, go see Nas next year, make very plans cool. now. Yeah. <clears throat> my, sorry, I'm making all these gross mouth sounds. Um, my top of the pyramid also has something to do with music. Um, I, have recently gotten really, really, really into a group, a couple um, that kind of on the internet go by the name Queen Herbie, but Queen is spelled like Q-V-E-E-N, Herbie, H-E-R-B-Y. And they used to be a band called Carmen that was super popular in the 2010s. And they had a song, I'm going to play. Carmen Sandiego? No. Where um, in the world? I'm gonna play a song, Remember and you're gonna game? know. You're gonna know exactly who I'm talking about. 
think Carmen was a drum corps show that I really enjoyed one time. Hang on, give it a no, second. No, but it's annoying already. Let it cook. This was a huge song when I was in high school. I mean, I was already in my... Do you remember this? Yeah, I've heard this. Yeah, this, okay. This was them. Okay, They yeah. also had a cover of the song Panda that went like kind of nuts um panda yeah that song i'll um, listen yeah I'll listen i don't know it. who originally um it's a rap song oh, oh by designer i got nothing this is the original i got nothing they did a cover of that song anyway they they were Carmen. They used to be called Carmen, um, and they stopped doing that. They that song "Broken Hearted" that I played the first one I played had like a zillion hits. They had YouTube videos where they would do like rap covers. They had a cover of um, "Look at Me Now" by Oh yeah yeah Breezy. Unfortunately, um, that was like a zillion views. You know something kind of nuts. And they did like the pop thing and then it stopped working and they hated it. And then like instinctively as artists, they were like, we need to stop making pop music because this doesn't feel authentic. And so they stopped and they're married and they started doing like just R&B hip hop music because Amy, the woman of the couple, didn't really feel super confident in the idea of like, I am a female rapper so they did like R&B hip hop influenced stuff. Okay. And then over time, eventually like she's a full on rapper hmm. and her husband is her producer. And I love their music is great. They have an album that's called a woman and it is, I'm not kidding. Excuse me. What I think one of my favorite albums of all time, like huh. period. I think outside of the album reputation by Ms. Taylor Swift, I think a woman and reputation both are the most like music, like the most accurate descriptions of how I feel femininity in uh, album form. That is both of those strong they are, language. They are huh. incredible. And they have a podcast that's called house of Herbie where they talk about like Nick and Amy talk about spirituality and being creative. And they like did acid and they talked about their acid experience and they, you know, talk about Dr. Hawkins, um, you know, like scale of consciousness and like all of this, like woo woo witchy shit. And I just love listening to them. And they're, they always, even if I don't like a hundred percent, like back what they're thinking, I do. I always learn something about myself, about them, about something. I always learn something from their podcast and the music is so good. It's ridiculous. So I just really love them a lot and they don't need my plug, but there it is. Shamelessly. All you know right. what I mean? Sweet. Well, that's it for the pyramids of the world. Are you ready Man. to talk about this episode? Yeah, I. You were talking about uh, rap, mm -hmm. and I thought of another like middle of the pyramid, but I'll save it for another time. Okay, file it away. It is a whole conversation, and I feel like it's going to potentially upset a lot of people who listen to this podcast. <sighs> you don't want to upset people. Do you want to upset people? I'm now not, you have to say the it. The goal what is, it? is not okay. So the the musical Hamilton. 
fair. Middle of the pyramid. It is middle of the pyramid. I agree. I the fact that it is art and yep. blah 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 that is all great. Mm-hmm. However, yep, it is wildly historically inaccurate, and I know <laughs> really? we're not looking to musicals to be yeah, historically accurate. But that one touts itself as being relatively but accurate. Alexander Hamilton is like the father of modern fascism. <gasps> he is not Oops. a hero. He is awful. Well, I don't think the musical argues that he's a hero. Uh, it's I still, don't see that, but maybe somebody else does. The fact that it's even like called Hamilton and he's not explicitly shown as oh, a villain, which even, he yeah. is. Yeah, I know he Bro, sucks. Aaron Burr yeah. is the hero of that entire story. Dang. Yeah, Alexander Hamilton is a fascist mm-hmm. and was like brought capitalism to the United States. And it's a whole yeah, deal, Yeah, I did dude. know about that part. I, I don't think that that musical... I have really mixed feelings about the musical as I used to teach theater. Right. And I taught and I wrote my master's thesis on that musical. So I'm I'm up in that gig and I have really, really nuanced mixed feelings about it. I also have very mixed feelings about Lin-Manuel Miranda and yes. his family in general. Sure. So like that being middle of the pyramid, I, I have questions. I don't have judgment. I have questions for anybody who puts it at the top. Yeah. I just I, have questions. I just feel like people that would enjoy listening to this podcast there's probably a large percentage of the listenership that really enjoyed hamilton and i might be dropping a knowledge bomb on them i don't think so you can still like what you like for what it is but just be aware that it is yeah hugely inaccurate yeah no fair enough i mean it like Lin-Manuel Miranda won the MacArthur Genius Award for yeah, that's his gross. lyricism. So it's like whatever, dude. Lyricism and art-wise, it is a, it is revolutionary. Right. It is a really big deal. Sure, but whatever. from your what you're saying is like the basis is bullshit. Yes, because you're building it's, like it's on a throne of lies. It smells like beef and cheese. <laughs> that's the that's the next line in the movie. That's what you said on a throne of lies is from yeah. Elf, dumbass. And then yeah. the next line oh, is you smell I, like I, beef I, and cheese. <laughs> Don't look at me like I don't know what I'm talking about. Whose podcast are you on? Oh, God. Okay. Mr. Eli. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Get off your phone. Hold on. I'm texting. <laughs> I'm sending an SMS text I message. I am sending a short message. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, sorry. No, that's on. okay. <laughs> um, now let's hear a word from our sponsor. I'm just kidding. I'm fucking wish bro liza is our sponsor our this podcast today is sponsored by who would in theory for legal reasons this is a joke coca-cola coca-cola oh my god dude if i ever got a sponsorship from like i always think like the dream is to get like to a place in life if you if you want to pursue internet content where you're sponsored by brands that you actually enjoy yeah so like every time that britney broski the love of my life gets a diet coke pr box and she's like freaking out because she's a good southern woman who loves a dat coke of course i like i'm like i really wish i were you girl anyway are you ready to talk about this episode oh boy am i dance moms this is season the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world i heard <laughs> i love that song <laughs> and uh, you know what's also interesting is that she looks so sad in photographs uh but but, but <laughs> i absolutely love her when she when smiles she, when she smiles yeah bam bam bam, bam. <laughs> song is so how many grand. days in the all right i'm sorry this is a story of a girl yeah oh, okay man. anyway um this is season two episode 19 
worst birthday party ever. That's I just the title. saw the title of the show. Like, you know, worst sometimes you can ever. tell from the title and you just know it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. This was a fun one. Yeah. Yeah. It was something. <laughs> um, previously, almost a year ago, we had Kendall versus Paige in like the the um, solos. Battle Royale. <laughs> yeah. Fight to the death in the in the octagon. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kendall's dead. No, she is not. Eli! I was continuing with the Battle Royale joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dear listener, as far as I know, the child is still very much She's alive. She's still very much alive. <laughs> okay, cool. Great. Um, Jill. Kendall, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Jill um, had a, an issue with Kathy. Kathy gave her the silent treatment, so Jill and Kendall are no longer with the candy apples. Uh, they beat. So this episode starts, uh, you know. The episode starts, we find out that we beat Kathy last week, and Abby claims that she is going to be in a good mood because they beat Kathy, which I'm like, okay, I'll believe it when I see it. Spoiler alert, we don't see it. Also, that bell is Liza. She has. How does she light. always have a bell? You just said earlier she didn't no, have a bell. I'm and telling now you, man, no days off. She is inside her little hut thing. Her paw is hooked <laughs> onto the ball outside, and oh, she just brought it in, literally oh, as rats. I was saying that. <laughs> But she was just like batting it yeah. against the side of like the outside. Sounds about right. That's my little gremlin. Um, pyramid of children. The bottom of the pyramid of children. Paige. Very interesting because last week Paige had choreography that was terrible and she changed it. Or Kelly changed it. Right. Paige won with the new choreography. And so, of course, she's the the worst child she's first on the bottom yeah how dare you disrespect abby lee Miller? but like, like whatever because she stayed in the bag she won anyway so yeah i don't she's really got what the, the problem is she got the hardware whatever dude yeah and like abby always comes that everything's about winning so I don't yeah know this is a problem well we've we've long since established that the pyramid is just whatever abby feels like yeah, it means slash nothing. whatever the producers tell her to do so it's you know it's always <laughs> right. just kind of whatever um, then we get to Mackenzie and Abby makes the comment that she's doing great, but she needs to pull her weight if she's going to be in a group number, which like, Such I don't know what that filler. means. It's a, yeah. it's a filler comment, but sure. Like whatever. Um, it, yeah, you're doing great. Then why am I at the bottom? Right. She's in the bottom cause she's small and she can't, there's no way she can be better than the girl at the top because she's tiny. Right. You know, she's yeah. at the bottom by default. Um, and then Brooke, Brooke's been on probation. She's now off probation. All the little girls are freaking out. They're very excited for the friend. It's very cute. Middle of the pyramid, we have Nia next, which is exciting because the, there are only two girls left. So Nia's top three in the pyramid. Hooray. And uh, Holly makes the comment like Nia's growing up. She's maturing. I'm glad Abby can see that. We get a snapshot for or a flashback, I mean, from when Nia was crying at one point, And Abby was, of course, yelling at her to stop feeling feelings. Um, Cry into your pillow. Yeah, save your tears for the pillow, sweetie. Same thing. Ridiculous. When Abby fully like had a meltdown in front of everybody like two yes. weeks ago, but whatever. Oh, I wish a parent would have said it to her. Yeah, save your tears for them. She probably would smack them. Yeah. Bad. Um. So yeah, Nia's growing up. We love to see it. The next person on the pyramid is Maddie because she only had to worry about the group. She didn't have a solo last week, and she did great, but she only did one thing. So she's kind of in the middle by default, which leaves at the top Chloe. Yeah, girl, Chloe. We stand. We stand all these children, but like we stay loving Chloe. You yeah, know what I mean? Absolutely. She had the Angry Bird solo and she was the top 10 in the competition. She won the costume award. She killed it. She slayed. Big slay from Chloe last week. 
Big sleigh, indeed. Big sleigh. This week, we're going to Starbound in Atlanta. And the last time we were in Atlanta was the Abigeddon episode, which you were also on, which is the episode where Kathy shows up and is freaking out because they beat the ALDC and then Abby starts like crying and she just like pieces out and leaves. That was one of the craziest things I've ever seen. <laughs> the craziest demonstration of television I've ever seen I in my life. I couldn't believe it, man. <laughs> yeah. That was so wild. Yeah. It crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, this week, Chloe has a solo that's called Trouble, which is kind of annoying, but like, whatever. Yeah. Um, she says, I want to prove to Miss Abby that I have confidence. It's like very sweet. And I have written in my notes like seven times this episode that I would die for Chloe. She's just <laughs> so sweet and so small. She's like, I'm going to prove I have confidence. I'm like, I believe in you. Like, yeah. I love her. We all believe in you, Chloe. You got this. Um, Maddie, Maddie's solo is called, well, I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Because it's said like four different ways all throughout this episode. At this point, we're told it's called Mom, It'll Never Be the Same. Now, here is my question to you, Mr. Eli. Mm. We heard that. So like, we don't know what it looks like physically. Are you picturing in your head that it is Mom, comma, It'll Never Be the Same? As if someone were addressing, saying Mom, It'll Never Be the Same, saying that to Mom. Or do you think it's mom colon, it'll never be the same? I think that- Listeners, write in. Tell me what you think. <laughs> yeah, I think that it is initially meant to be just like addressing the mother, mm -hmm. not mother as a title. Subtitle. Mother will never be the same or whatever. Mm -hmm. I think it's the former, but- leave it to abby to try and take a cheap shot shot i wouldn't put it past her but i think i think it's trying to be i think honestly uh a very abby thing to do is to try and divide children from their moms oh uh, that's she wants to be the mom and so mom it'll never be the same just like because I I, i'm leaving without you yeah and, and right. abby is now like oh come to me my child right yeah or whatever that's how i interpret it yeah i don't think she's creative enough for to imagine it being a colon or to envision it being like mom. title subtitle right i don't think she's creative enough to no that. no but i just want to know hearing Hearing her insults on the fly tell me that she's not creative. <laughs> she's not Whatever. any good. If she's not good on her feet, she's definitely not good with like concerted effort. No, I yeah. agree. Yeah. Um, there's a trio that is Paige, Nia, and Mackenzie, which Oof. is a terrible combination. That's a recipe for disaster. It's just bad. Yeah. It's just, I don't know why we did this. I don't know what the point of this was. It was a terrible idea from start to the bitter end. Yeah, you need to have in a group like that the the range of talent yep. is too broad but the best talent isn't quite enough to lift up the others right. so it you know like it's it's doomed from the start yeah specifically because one third of that trio is mckenzie who at the time is so much younger she's than like the other two girls whatever, yeah she? she's like almost yeah. half the age of the other girls yes. so like it, I, I don't know. I, there's no reason for it to happen, but it's it just happens the, anyway. They're the others. That's what it is. The leftovers. Yes. Yeah. It's so what stupid. It is. So stupid. The group this week is called All Kids Go, and it's about losing your childhood. Which is dark. It's so dark. And the moms, when Abby says that, the moms like look at each other and are like, what the fuck did she just say? Like, what is going on? It's like, it's about losing your child and like, or losing your child and childhood trauma. And the moms have 
questions. Mackenzie is not in it because she's too little, which like I thought this was about childhood, but like, okay, whatever. Yeah, you almost could have done something visually where like she almost goes away and then like sure. the tall ones are the ones that like emerge or whatever. <laughs> sure. You could potentially, it's still not okay, but like that would have been yeah a creative choice to make but no whatever um she looks really bummed that she's not in the group because obviously she's not gonna hang out with her friends and it cuts to her interview the bump it in the oh i couldn't stop laughing it all right it's almost touching the top of the frame yeah her head looks like an egg it's amazing i can't quite comment on bad hairstyles especially sure. when you're younger because yeah, until i, mean, I was like 22 years old or 23 or something like that i had the swoopy bangs yeah that went over to the side Did you have the justin bieber hair well it yes and yeah. i cut it because too many yeah. people said that i had that hair long before that kid was even a twinkle wow. in his father's eye wow what a hipster truly but and then and then i got into my early 20s like have you heard about this justin bieber kid your hair looks just like his i was like okay i'm like well first of all justin bieber got the style from me so watch your mouth we met on the street and he was like wow eli your hair is cool that's what he said yeah justin if you're listening shout out friend of the podcast justin bieber truly oh my god i had such bad bieber fever when i was a kid i think i've talked about this you did i it, but like I was trying to be really cool about it. Like I don't have a crush on Justin Bieber. I'm not like I'm not like under girls. Just an I'm artist, fine. you know. Um. However, I uh w- I went to see Never Say Never, his documentary in oh, theaters boy. At, at the 3D theater in was it, was the town everyone that we crying? Were I, I left that theater not only crying but like tingly. I like was almost vibrating with hormonal confusion. Of being, I was probably in like the seventh grade, sixth grade, maybe. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, did not know what was going on, could not but articulate. You knew the you fact liked that, it. But I got home and I looked, like, I was on my iPod Touch watching Justin Bieber music videos for like four hours afterwards. It oh was like, God. it was crazy. And I recently rewatched a, <laughs> a video of him currently doing the song Baby at his concerts, like now. And like the the state that that puts me in deserves to be under medical review. Like still, yes, wow. yes, it's something about him being a grown adult now. But like hearkening back to like the days of like being of both of us being children, like yeah, it was like a ten year old crush or whatever. The the oh, uh, let me tell you, uh, uh-uh, it like it really floods my basement. It's crazy. <laughs> You should get your foundation checked then. Yo, let me tell you. something. You were talking about, I'm not, I oh, never mind, I'm not going to go there. I was going to say something about, something about something being like rocks and like, I'm not going to, it's not working. <laughs> but anyway. Just, Damn, a rare miss from Amanda. It wasn't wow. a miss because I didn't take the shot. Okay. Uh, yeah. Watch your mouth. Well, according to the great Wayne Gretzky and Michael Scott, you, you do miss. You miss 100% miss. of the shots <laughs> you don't right. take. Wayne That's Gretzky, right. Michael Scott. That's right. It's true. All right. So the bump it. Oh yeah, crazy. The puppet is going crazy. Tremendous. Um, since there is no Mackenzie in the group, Peyton is coming back, which means and Abby whips her head and she goes, Moms, Leslie's joining us this week. And if eye rolls had like if eye rolls could kill, you know what I mean? They are oh, all pissed. Textbook. Textbook oh, yeah. examples. Can I can I cut in? I had I wrote a comment that uh through like this whole opening mm-hmm. bit abby lee is wearing this black and green jacket and i swear to god she looks like 
The dragon from Sleeping Beauty. Well, yes. Good reference there. Thank you. No, she looks like Rex Ryan, the ex-head coach for the New York Jets back in the day. <laughs> Eli! <laughs> it's well, like the same you jacket can... you wore. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you were talking about her body. But you can body shame someone who's an asshole. You can I'm body sure. shame bad people. Well, I'm gonna, she's like... I, I feel pretty firm that some people who abuse children deserve to be body shamed. Okay. I wasn't doing that, but I'll, I'll pile on. Sure, yeah. You better. Yeah, you better. You better back me up. I think that's fair. I think if you're a bad person who's like a bigot or like an abuser, um, you deserve to get clowned on a little bit for sure. your fashion choices. Yeah, Abby, you wear a big jacket. Yeah. Did I do it? Sure. Nailed it. That was fun. <laughs> How do you feel that went? I, I don't. Uh, yeah. That's that's the real question. Every time that you have a date with a girl, huh? Every time that you have sex, she rolls over, looks at you, and said, "Well, how do you think that that went?" You're implying that that happens frequently, <laughs> and you're incorrect. <laughs> uh, also, something I noticed is when all when it comes to all the moms and their eye rolling and mm-hmm. stuff, the seating up in what you call the Lido deck, where yes. you've appropriately dubbed the Lido deck, yes. is like the oldest, dingiest carpet oh, I've it's ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. And these these moms have to sit up there for like hours yeah in what has to be the least comfortable seating oh, of all time you know i there's quite literally nothing i love more in in terms of like um seating than like a a lawn chair i love a good lawn chair and let me tell you if i had been up there and sat on that dingy nasty probably hard as a rock that, like yeah st- like stadium seating looks awful uh-uh. grab a lawn chair out of the minivan let me bring my child in for dance lessons i'm gonna pop open my folding chair upstairs with my diet coke my, from McDonald's. I just can't McDonald's. Sit, McDonald's. That's right. <laughs> I just can't sit directly upright. I have the worst spot. Look how I'm sitting right Your now. Your posture's not great. All hunched over, and then like I would rather be the closer I am to horizontal, the happier I am. Okay, the couch you're sitting on right now has an effect on people that I need to come up with a name for. Every single person who sits on that couch within ten minutes is horizontal. My sister, my friend Emily, like it, you earlier, like anybody who sits on that couch and is watching TV, I'll look over and they're fully laying down. I, it's something about the couch. I don't know what it is, but it's amazing. It the, cracks me up. And the it's angle, the orientation of the, the TV. The angle to the TV also has yeah. something to do with it. But yeah, if I, I ever get my life together and figure out how to like put a video component with this, this will all make sense. But the the optimal way is to put your feet up facing the TV mm-hmm. because it's, on, it's at uh, the side. Mm-hmm. But everybody who sits on that couch eventually either falls asleep or like lays down and falls asleep or just lays down. But it's it's crazy. Anyway. Okay. So we also hear that the kids are auditioning for a TV show called Drop Dead Diva, which I also watched when I was a child um, because it was on Lifetime. So any sort of like, oh, the kids are auditioning for this was an in-network deal that Mm. Lifetime had dance moms and lifetime had dropped a diva and it was probably one producer over both shows who was like let's swap one for the it's really not that serious but yeah i mean the kids know that it's like another television show right that they would actually get to do it's not that you know like it's not a huge deal it's not like auditioning for the joffrey like because that was a thing we did when chloe got that ballet scholarship oh yeah that was an actual that's an actual for real for real school this is another lifetime show it's uh-huh. not i don't know whatever more tv shows than i've been on that's true i mean so, fair uh, enough but they're auditioning for it and that's part of the plot this right. episode um abby dismisses the moms to the lido deck kelly in her interview says that she's excited about the tv show 
I don't understand why everyone is freaking out about being on. You are already on a TV show. Yeah, I've yeah. I'm so excited. I think it'll be so cool for my daughters to have opportunity to be on TV. Do you mean like the I one? can tell, bitch? They're on TV right now. <laughs> where <laughs> like, do you? What are Kelly, you talking about? Where do you think you are right now? She's like, oh wait, you're doing what with this footage? Wait, <laughs> who, are who are you people? Oh, this is going public. Oh, this is going no. on television. Oh, I, I didn't need, know that. I need to make some phone calls. <laughs> I need to call my lawyer. It's just so interesting. They're like, I can't, I think it'd be so cool to be on TV. Well, I know because you're on TV right now. Yeah, you already signed your children's lives away. Yeah. Um, Holly mentions in terms of Peyton, she struggles with the idea. Uh, what a teacher What phrase. a principal of a woman. Struggles with the idea that Peyton is a temporary person, but is always the lead. So she's a temporary lead constantly. It's not yes. like a temporary backup dancer. If she's here, she's she's the lead. It. But she's not. She's not always here. She's temporary, but she's still a lead. Wouldn't that be I nice to be? Idea. You're like the designated hitter that bats clean up. Yeah, I don't know what like, that means. Yeah, right? sure. Okay. Is that a baseball thing? Yeah. Oh, I don't know baseball. <sighs> didn't grow up watching baseball. Too long. Too boring. Typically, too the boring best hitters. Watch. I'm not even going to go. Baseball such. I played baseball, and it's such a boring sport to watch. It's just a lot. It's a lot, or it's nothing, and then screaming, and then nothing again. Yeah. Going you know to what game. I mean? Yeah. Going to a sounds game is fun, though. Yeah, but that's going to a sounds game for the experience. Wow. Liza just leapt all the way across the room. What an athlete. Have you seen her shoulders? When she, like, scratches she or stretches, I'm like, yo, she could, like, ruin me She's in my Vulcan. sleep she really is she's like cut it's crazy good for you liza um I struggle with the idea I struggle with the idea what an educator i love it um christy and melissa are talking mad trash about leslie and then she just walks on the corner and goes hey guys yeah <laughs> it's so i don't know if that's really how it happened or if that's what the producers want us to think really happened but either way it is so funny They're like i don't really like her i think she just blah 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 blah. oh hey guys yeah <laughs> it yeah kills me. i love it i love it we're seeing the group rehearsal they're working on this dark, elegant, classic, beautiful piece, blah, blah, blah. And Leslie says that Peyton, she, in her opinion, she doesn't think that Peyton should be replacing anyone. Peyton should just be on the team. Oh, because she's replacing McKenzie. Sorry, I got confused for a second. She shouldn't be replacing McKenzie. She shouldn't be filling an empty spot. She should just be on the team. And then she asks, so like, who's got a solo this week? And people are like, um, Maddie has a solo, Chloe's solo. And she's like, oh, I think Peyton should have a solo too. Like, immediately, it's like vying for a solo. Now, I, I have a question. Every time Leslie shows up with Peyton, we talk about Peyton being permanently on the team. Has anybody mentioned to this 14-year-old that the best she can do is a competition team where most of the children are seven and eight? That's a like, fair let's, point. Thank you. Thank you for that validation. Oh, God. <laughs> let's... <laughs> Let's flip it around. Like, sure, you want that for Peyton. But would Peyton want that? She's going to be 14 years old in a room full of seven and eight-year-olds. And Mackenzie is, like, six. Yeah. Why? So, like, why would she would want she, to do that? Yeah, would she not want to be on a team of girls her own age? Like, I guess she wants to be on a team of winners. But, like, 
I don't know when you're 14 hanging out with a bunch of kids like that's weird like 14 year olds don't want to do even though they are kids 14 year olds don't see it like that yeah she for sure would see herself as being way because she's, she's like a teenager yeah she's huge compared to she's them. in high school yeah yeah or about to be in high school right yeah I don't know I just I just kind of had that thought this time we were watching it of thinking like I don't I know you want that for Peyton but Peyton looks very out of place here. We talk about that all the time. Every time she's here, quote unquote, big Peyton. Do you think she would want to just do that all the time? And that'd be the norm. I wouldn't. I don't know. I just, I just have questions. Um, and then Leslie's like, well, I think that Peyton should have a solo. And she's like, well, it couldn't hurt to ask. Um, you know what? I think actually we have like almost two full seasons of proof that it could. Yes. It absolutely could hurt to ask. Saying literally anything to Abby could go tragically wrong. Yeah, it absolutely could hurt to ask. Like, that is an an observably false statement. Yeah, It yeah, could hurt yeah, to ask. Yeah. Let me cut to commercial. We're in Ohio. When we come back from commercial with the candy apples and Jill, uh, not Jill, uh, what's her name? Kathy makes yeah. the observation that Kendall and her mom made the great decision to leave candy apples um they're not doing a competition right now they're kind of just chilling really they're just doing the lifetime tv thing they're not like really involved in this episode much at all they just kind of appear for a little bit and then they disappear um and so we see them just for a second and then we go back to the aldc uh, talking about recording this audition for lifetime for dropped a diva and we're kind of going back and forth seeing kids from each studio kind of you know like flubbing their audition the Vera Bradley bags in the ALDC. I don't think you know what that is, by just based is on the look like on your the, face. The floral. Yes, it's print. a quilted bag. Yeah. This huge, like body bags. Oh, every Dude, girl I went to high school with. I, seeing them on the screen like makes me a little emotional. Like I miss <laughs> the time in my life where all I wanted was a Vera Bradley overnight bag. I never I, got one because my mom was like, "That's way too expensive. That's well, stupid." I don't know about which it was and it is. bags, uh, but like. All the girls in my little like friend group in high school had mm -hmm. like the the wallet yes. or like some some oh, kind and of picking thing out like the that. pattern like the colorway that you wanted it to be was a huge deal. They were yeah. actually very expensive. So ugly. What was it that I saw? Oh oh, oh I saw my God. someone on the internet one day saying that Bagu is this generation's Vera Bradley, and I said, get keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> I love Bagu. That what, company. What is? It's, it's okay. Do you see that bag? That cow print bag right there. Yes. That canvas bag. They that make made that of bag. Real cow? Yes. No. It's that bag. Do you it's, see my laptop sleeve that has the smiley faces on it? That cow bag is utterly remarkable. <laughs> Just let that one cook. I don't like let, a like a beef. Like I want to let like, you like cow. sit and marinate. Point a pun intended uh marinate in your literal stupidity i do that a lot yeah you should do you see my laptop sleeve right there that has a smiley faces on it i do that they make that that fanny pack right there that i have they make that i have my airpod case that's those it's got the berry print that's over there on the counter i don't know if you can see from where you're sitting they make that i love that brand and somebody on tiktok said it was this generation's vera bradley how do you and feel I was about that personally offended damn hate crimed you know that's not fair are you saying that you might have beef with that person? I'm you and I are about to have beef. You're gonna <laughs> let that one go. <laughs> Do you want me to move to the other side of the couch? Stuck the landing. <laughs> Whatever you have to tell yourself to stop the tears, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Any
Anyway. Oh, just died. We also get a comment from Paige here about, I think it'd be fun to be on a TV show. To the camera. For the TV show she's currently <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, okay, Paige. I know what she means. It's just like funny. It's just funny to hear yeah. them talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, going back and forth between dance groups auditioning, we hear Vivi struggle to say the word choreography. It's very sweet. She's like, how do you say Chore- and, and Kathy's like, choreography. And she's like, I don't know. Which don't. we've established. I'm I'm genuinely not trying to make fun of anybody with speech impediments. Vivi is a child. And sometimes right. children just say things wrong. Right. And children have speech impediments that most times can be like coached out of them. Right. And Vivi has that thing at this point in her life where she's saying R's as W's. Oh my, yeah, my and little so brother. Had she that can't. For a while. She can't say choreography. It's too many R's. She's like choreography. Choreography. And she's like, like can't. Well, I'm how do you sorry, say Mom, it? I, I got nothing. <laughs> it's so sweet. Yeah. It's so sweet. And then that's like kind of it. We'll hear more about the results of this audition next episode next week. But that's kind oh. of it for that. TV plot cliffhanger. Speaking of flawless timing, Liza, do you have anything else you want to say? Yeah, I agree. Fair enough. I don't think the audio picked it up, but every time just now we talked to her, she let out a little meow. She's very sweet. Liza, look at those talons, bro. What do you want to say? Mm hmm. Come over here. She's like, absolutely not. Okay, so we see the. We see the Abby Lee Dance Company moms going out for drinks. They're going out for lunch. I wish I had that kind of free time. I know, same. Um, Christy gets a drink and she says, here's to the circle of impenetrable bitches, which I have questions. Not an impenetrable circle. That is what I was going to say. Okay, listener, I said that to Eli while we were watching it. He just was, stole my joke live on air. I didn't steal it. I was, I was literally Live on to... air in front of a live studio audience. He yeah. stole my joke. Liza, you heard it here. You're the live studio audience. Look, she's walking away from you. She no, I was literally about to give you credit, and then you shrieked, and you know, shrieked. Okay, you that exclaimed. felt sexist. You, oh man! All right, guys, Eli's a misogynist. Cancel him on Twitter. Uh, no, oh, okay. <laughs> speaking of misogynists, do you, re- <laughs> do you remember my? Yes, I know exactly what you're going to say. I, Eli, I'm going to pay you a genuine compliment right now. Okay. I do not know the last time I have laughed as loudly or as like gutturally as I did when you said the misogynist. That was a great joke. I still have a recording and isolation of just me like howling at the moon (laughs) (laughs) after hearing that joke. It was sensational. It was also, it was perfect timing because I was very stressed <laughs> about the episode and whatever. Yeah. And the way that you just like, it was a slam dunk touchdown <laughs> of stupidity. And it was awesome. Thank and you. I Thank scream you. laughed. It was amazing. I did my best. Um, at this lunch, they're planning their birthday party for Kelly. And Christy wants to know why Kelly invited Leslie. And all Christy can say, or all Kelly can say is like, well, we didn't invite her to lunch. So I feel like we should invite her. So it's like you, so a producer told you to. Right. Okay. Sick. Yes. Yeah. Literally, yes. The, her answer is such a nothing burger that, like, obviously it's because the producers told her to do it. And it, Chrissy says that Leslie's the type of mom who will knock you down and steal your teeth if it means that her kid can get a solo instead of what yours. What are you, like, a, denti- a criminal dentist? Is this what the 1930s? Knock you down and steal your teeth. Like, what are you talking about? So he used to go play jacks down by the soda fountain. Why, I yada? Like, what are you knocking down and steal your teeth? Who says that? What a also very 
brutal thing yeah, to imagine. Yeah, knock you down and take your teeth. Like, yeah, Jesus. maybe like steal your wallet. Oh, I no, got gotcha. your teeth. Your, no, your, <laughs> your dental records out of your skull. Yeah, so you will be unidentifiable yeah. when you're murdered. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Um, Chloe, she also tells tells the girlies that Chloe is missing rehearsal tonight because she's going on an overnight field trip for school, and she's like, "I know that Abby's going to be pissed." She says, "It's going to go down with the Titanic," and it's just but. Hear me out. At least she's ready for conflict. She knows th- that she's going to be in trouble. She knows it's going to be a conflict. If she's there's, choosing this, like, if whatever. there's something that we know for a fact about Christy, she's always ready for conflict. As Especially will, when it comes to her kid, as we will see later in this episode. So true. So true, bestie. Yeah. So we go back to the studio. We're two days out from the competition, and Christy tells Abby about the school trip, the the field trip. I mean, um. And Abby is like, I don't understand why she's, you know, more committed to school than she is to me. She doesn't say like those words verbatim, dear listener, but like, that's pretty much what she says. Like she has a commitment to me and a commitment to school. And it's like, you're expecting her to like, in fairness, this is, they talk about it later. This is an optional field trip, but like, it's a field trip for school. Like, what do you want her to do? Like, not pay attention to her education? I don't know. It's yeah. stupid. But she says, you're a, to Christy, Abby says, you're a sneak and a liar, and you're raising your kid to be the same. Yeah, which... Okay. Out of nowhere. And right there, I put in my notes, Christy should have just swung on Abby. That is Yo, so yeah. unbelievably inappropriate. Yeah. And you're sneaking you a liar and raising your kid to be the same way. Yeah, Abby, which girl. that's one thing to call her that. But like, homie, you're that's she goes to, for the throat. She doesn't know how yeah. to just like kind of be a little she shitty know or how whatever. To have a disagreement. She just no, uh-uh. will go for the the, the worst thing. Yeah. And did you see her face after she said that? She has the craziest yeah. look in her eyes and this weird smile crazy on her eyes. face. Yeah. Like she's just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. fight with me. Which Christy yeah, would crazy. have you, da- it would be a, a two hit fight. Yeah, you and her, her and the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Went back to the 1930s there, yeah. huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, Holly looks so uncomfortable because she's like, Abby is standing and then it's Holly sitting and then Christy. So Christy's looking up at Abby over Holly. Yeah. Holly is just staring at the floor, like, like not wanting to be involved. And then when Abby says, is she that dumb? You can see on Holly's face, she closes her eyes and she's like, you messed should up. not have said that. You messed up. She's like, oh, buddy. And then obviously Christy flips out. Duh. Now listen, Abby thinks that Christy should have told her sooner about the field trip. And I don't. Probably. Dis- I don't disagree. Yes. You know what I mean? I don't disagree with that. Yep. I do disagree with, however, the way that she's handling um, literally everything about the situation. Yes. But I... As a former arts teacher, it's good to know the conflicts beforehand yeah. so I can plan around them. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and then Leslie immediately is like, oh, if Chloe's not going to be here, can Peyton have a solo? Like, yeah. She's like, the room? Never read it. You know what I mean? No, like, not a day in her life has she read the room. Wait until the body's, like, she's like, the body's still warm. And she just swooped literally, in. Literally. Yep. Literally. Yeah. Strike while the iron's hot. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, and then Abby's like, sure, Peyton can have a solo, which no one's talking about Chloe not having one. Peyton or Leslie's just assuming she won't, but like, that's not been confirmed. So she's just like, I don't know. It's very weird. It's, she's not taking an empty spot because the spot's not empty. Right. She's just like, 
overtly volunteering her child for something that was never an option. You know what I mean? It's mm. very strange to me. Moms go back upstairs. Peyton has a solo. Kelly just literally the, the question is, so is she learning a new dance? Yeah. Like just making conversation. And Leslie flips out. It's like, I don't really understand why everybody's asking questions. Blah, blah, blah. And Kelly goes, am I not allowed to talk to you, Leslie? I'm just asking a question. Yeah. And it was truly she literally just was like, an is innocent she just, question. So she's learning a new dance. And she's like, like, yeah, it's just- <laughs> zero to 100 in the snap of your fingers instantaneously um, oh my god it's very strange oh hello the lamp hang on let me turn that lamp how did that happen it's on a timer the oh the lamp just (gasps) as if by magic as if by magic via myself i'm like that old guy in the 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 navy veteran in the commercial who says alexa turn off the lights and they go off and he's like alexa thank you so much much. yeah so i'm that guy you are that guy dear listener that actually is me in the commercial. Yeah, you, well, you guys are about the same age too, right? Yeah, so that would make sense. Um, Ma- <laughs> so we're seeing <laughs> we're seeing Maddie's solo rehearsal, and Abby in her interview is being asked about the number, and she says it is exquisite. Yes, <laughs> like don't flatter yourself, girl. This number is exquisite in the way that Chef Boyardee ravioli is exquisite in Italian dining. I'll tell you what. It's what it is. You know what I mean? Like, come on. If you had asked 14 year old me what my favorite food in the world was, there's a chance that Chef Boyardee ravioli would have been. I was not a Boyardee girly like that. We were a girl RD. It was just, it tasted like Play-Doh to me always. Chef girl RD. Let it simmer. No, I hear it. It's just not funny. <laughs> no, but you just like went past it, and I just need to make sure that you heard because you didn't laugh, no. and because well, the it was jokes very that funny. you have to explain are always funnier. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Also, I know. Yeah. No. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. Uh, the uh, what also is great in like this little like instructional montage. Mm-hmm is Abby gives literally the most generic feedback that yeah. you can possibly give. Not helpful, not to script, not no. a smart, a smart goal nary to be found. No, yeah. there is no, there are no action items. There is no, no specific <laughs> feedback. There is nothing no. uh-huh. just like do it better. Okay, sure. Stretch your leg. Get, All right, yeah. sweet. Be in time. Um, thanks, Gnarly. Abby. Great. An apt, yeah, an apt uh, critique of my dancing. Yeah. Um, also at this point abby says a new name for this dance she says mom it's never going to be the same again yeah excuse me i don't care if it's a comma or a colon that is a fully different name than what we heard at the beginning Mm. so i'm still confused yeah we see the trio rehearsal rip she calls the girls slugs which it feels a little hurtful but also maybe feels a little accurate um, she says they can do individual things, but the being together of it all is like not the jam, not the vibe. Also, I I haven't never really noticed this before. Nia Nia does it and Chloe does it later. When Abby is like screaming at them and the camera cuts to the girls, you can see them disassociate. Yes. And it is it's genuinely very sad to see these like single digit age children hearing an adult screaming at them and leaving their body do you know what i why i think at least nia does that why? her mom has probably told her mm. uh this doesn't matter 
her yelling is ridiculous yeah. and it's not real. You don't need to listen to literally it. Literally don't even listen to it. And so she's like, like she right. starts screaming and Nia literally just goes to a different place. She's yep. like, cool. I'm thinking Doesn't about playing with my toys in my room right now. Yeah, We're going on a bike ride. about how dope my mom is. Yeah. 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 That's, it's just I, very interesting. I've never be noticed that to, before. Yeah. I would be willing to bet though that <laughs> that is a, a, a defense mechanism that has been taught to them mm. by like their moms or by a therapist or something yeah so yeah just straight up don't listen yeah just leave your body for this a is a nightmare it's not real i mean it's not good that that's the situation they're in but like they're not listening so no. maybe that's a good thing it's nothing it's just, it's just there's noise skill. happening over there yeah i don't care we get to the group rehearsal abby puts peyton in chloe's spot which is kind of a bummer and then she's like i don't even really miss chloe which again is a why do you feel the bummer. need just saying it for the camera it's embarrassing honestly yeah. it's pretty embarrassing christy says she's nervous about the fact that peyton is now standing in chloe's spot but she's not gonna tell abby obviously and someone's like well it's okay because she'll learn this when she comes back like she picks up well and christy says sometimes so she's a little nervy yeah you know? she's just a little nervy yeah, but that is nice of the other i forget who said it but it's nice i think of the it was melissa mom. i think i could be wrong yeah about like that, she picked she learns quick it actually I don't think it was Leslie. No, it, there's no it way wouldn't it would have been, been Leslie. I, I think it was Melissa. I remember being a little surprised that it was even said, but I, I right. bet it was one of the core four. Yeah, I would think so. Um, one day out, Kelly is talking like at Abby about Peyton being here all the time. She's like, I don't understand why she's here. I don't understand why she's involved. You know, she gets a solo. My kids are fighting for solos all the time. Blah 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 blah. Abby like opens her mouth to respond and she just walks away. Yeah. She's like, all right, bye. She just like talks at Abby and then like pieces out. It's amazing. I have words to say. You're going to hear them. And yeah. that's all that needs to happen. Peace out. I also, as a side note, think that Peyton, I think I've said this before. I can't remember. I think Peyton is really good at working with Abby because of the way her mom is. I think Leslie and Abby are very similar in personality. And so like Peyton gets along well with Abby because Abby reminds her of her mom probably. Yeah, she she understands that type of person and how to work that dynamic. Yeah. I think you could be right. You know. Abby might also just like her cuz she's older and she's a really good dancer. That's Abby true. just like yeah. favors the better dancers clearly. Always. Yeah, true. Um speaking of Peyton, we get to her solo rehearsal. Um Kelly is kind of like confront confronting Leslie about like i don't know some bs about her having a solo unnecessary um and leslie asks kelly if anything makes her happy she's like are you ever like a happy person uh kelly and holly again very uncomfortable with this confrontation yeah. not really happy to be here um and then leslie and her talking head makes a comment about them not ever being happy about something leslie sweetie you're the most miserable defensive person here, yeah. girl. Like, yeah, the defensiveness no. is a clear indicator that yeah. you're not. That you're not, like, come on. And you're always pissed. You're always looking for a fight. And then you're telling people that they're not happy. Like, be so serious right now. Yeah. You are the most miserable person here, bitch. Yeah. Anyway, Chloe comes back. Very exciting. Yes. Christy gives Chloe a really long hug, kind of holds her, and is like, listen, this is about to be kind of nuts. You're gonna go in there and miss abby's gonna scream at you it doesn't matter so like remember the fire and the hiking wasn't it worth it and she's like yeah so she's giving her a pep talk like you're gonna be fine i think that is a, probably a smart move to yes. like to establish with your teammate like you're gonna be fine dog like like mma wrestler or mma fighter like massaging your shoulders on the side of the ring like you're gonna be fine yeah. you're gonna be like you're gonna kill it whatever. remember your training exactly <laughs> we've you're, been through this before you're gonna be fine 
Chloe is so, again, I have a second time. Chloe is so cute. I would die for her. Absolutely. Liza. Just like I, we've, we've She's just long since established. <laughs> we've long since established on this podcast that like Chloe and her mom are just like, yep. They just have a clearly like a very strong trusting yes. relationship. Yes. Um, and you can say plenty about Christy, but the sure. way that she like goes to bat for her kids I love so Christy. consistently is yeah. awesome. I love Christy, honestly. I really I think she's really the well, uh, Dr. Holly is on a separate tier. Dr. Holly's the gold standard, doesn't count. But out of, out of the rest of them, yeah, it's, it's pretty clear that Christy, I think, seems to be the best mom. I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then we get Chloe's solo rehearsal. Again, Abby's screaming at the child for a decision a mom made, which sucks. Chloe disassociates while she's yelling at her, which also sucks. It's like, I want to see if Chloe can remember her solo because she wasn't here, blah, blah, blah. Chloe remembers it, and Abby says, I knew she would. You knew she would where, girl? Just a minute ago, you're like, I bet you can't, you stupid idiot child. Like, I knew she could where. Any success that happens is because of Abby Lee Miller. True. Any possible failure is the kid's fault or the mom's fault. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. she will accept every success so and will reject and blame at every failure. Yeah. Every single time. We go what to Kelly's stew. That's so true. We go to Kelly's birthday party and oh, it is yeah. it's a nightmare. It's a bunch of wine moms getting together, being drunk. Leslie walks in and they're freaking out. It's just, it is. I want to be there. I would love to be there. <laughs> Pour me a huge glass of wine. I will chug it, and then I will enjoy a second glass of wine and watch mayhem unfold. They had a decent Sorry, spread too. Water. All the charcuterie boards. Hell That's yeah. That's so true. And you know that wine is like nuts. You know what I mean? Like that wine is probably so good. Christy and Kelly are sloshed my guy immediately gone so when leslie comes in and she's stone cold sober and they're all screaming at her in leslie's defense i wouldn't want to be there either like you roll up late and everyone else has been pre-gaming for like two hours before you get there get there early bro yeah that's true don't miss the pre-game and also like but if they're yelling at you and they're super drunk i wouldn't want to be there either so just leave. She cut herself a slice of cake and sat down. Yeah. Like if people are yelling, just girl, get, get out, get girl. Up, yeah. She sits down, starts eating cake. They're all yelling at her, telling her how much they don't like her. She gets up in slow mo? Question mark. Yeah. Turns around and throws something. Also question mark with this like ridiculously loud fake ass broken glass sound effect. Question mark. Question mark. Like, what is going on? The, yeah, that whole sequence, you and I watched it probably four or five times. <laughs> yeah, we're like, because we're what trying is to she figure throwing? out. Yeah, what is she throwing? And the sound effect happened way after it would have hit anything. And it was so anything. loud. And it was so obviously put in after. Like, and why come did on. why did she stand up? Like they made in when she stood up and turned around, it was in slow motion. We watched it so many times. <laughs> yeah. I don't get it. It was very weird. I'm trying I, to make something out of nothing. Very, the only very thing truly. I can imagine is they had like something happened in the in the video. They had to stretch it out longer to match up with sure. whatever audio they yeah, wanted to use. Whatever. It was something like that. I don't know. It was ve- it's very weird. I'm sure at the time we all were like, oh, she threw something made of glass. But now it's like, no. girl, her wine glass was still sitting. The there. wine glass is still on the table. I have no idea what she throws, but she throws something because they all look at it. I don't know. It's it's really weird. Uh, yeah. When <laughs> Leslie picks up, uh, Leslie like pieces out and and leaves. Christy, 
Christy starts crying. Well, before and I'm like, no, it's okay. Well, She's like, I just really don't like her. That well, the reason, yeah. So Kelly starts yelling at her. Then uh, Christy says something, and Leslie calls her a drunk. Oh, you're right. I totally skipped that. Yes. And yes. And she just looks at her and a little slurred says, call me a drunk again. Call me a drunk again. Yeah. And which, like, yeah, I fight. Hear, yeah, right there. I, I had in my notes. Uh, I have a couple buddies I would call first, sure. but that's a pretty short list of people I'd call before I called Christy. If I needed someone to back me up, dude, like I'm about to get dude. in a straight fight. There might be blades on the other side and she'll Christy, be just like, I don't care. Let's roll. I got my own. Let's roll, bestie. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. I don't even need to know their names. Just point me in the direction. I'm already swinging. She's going to start swinging. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. She is down, down. Yep. Always down for a fight. Yeah. Call me call me drunk again. Call me a drunk again. Just that crazy yeah. anger and confidence. She's a little sweaty. Yeah. Call me a drunk again. Yeah. yeah. Hold my earrings, Kelly. Sorry, what did you say? Call me a drunk Call me drunk again. <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, that delivery was really great. We cut to the competition in ATL, baby. Um, as they're walking in, Abby says, Mackenzie, no tricks in the lobby. There's a backstory there, and I need to know it. Is she a pickpocket? Or is she a magician? <laughs> yeah. No tricks in she the lobby. She keeps trying to do a card trick, and it makes a mess or something. Or What she's doing is she's referring to, like, cartwheels and flips. That's what a trick is. Right, but I'm pretending, but what she says. I'm pretending that's not what <laughs> right. she means. Right. Right. Yeah. No tricks in the lobby. I have. She's like that guy in Hercules. And she's like, you want to buy a sundial? Like that's Mackenzie in the the, lobby. The salesman in the beginning of Aladdin. (laughs) Yeah. 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 (laughs) No, Mackenzie, no tricks in the lobby. I really hope that they would have like in post put Mackenzie being like, yeah, or just like it. have she's putting a rabbit back into yeah. a hat. <laughs> she like looks at the dove and she's like, "Go, go, go, go!" go yeah, <laughs> fly away. Not today. <laughs> um, she's reminding us of Abby Geddon at this point. Last time I was in Atlanta, it was blah 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 blah. Whatever. Um, they're getting ready for Chloe's solo, and it's interesting. Christy like genuinely tries to have like a bonding moment with Abby, where she's like, "Did you hear that Chloe just said she's not even nervous?" That's great. Yeah. Try and she's like, well, she bet you know she c- just can't have a nice normal no, there, person moment. There cannot be peace. No. There cannot be like any sort of good calm feelings. No. No. Only arguing. Only screaming. All the time. Always. Forever. And always. Yep. So stupid. Christy and Kelly, while the girls are getting ready, they walk or as they're going to watch their girls perform. Christy and Kelly walk out of the dressing room to see Leslie. Which is a surprise, question mark. I didn't know that Leslie wasn't traveling with the group. I thought, I, why is it a surprise that she's there? I Peyton's don't, there. Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know. That was weird. I, that was yeah. a weird moment of like, huh? I don't know. Um, but what's not weird is the fact that these moms in the 2010s are wearing floor-length floral dresses. A white mom in a floor-length floral dress can be told nothing. Nothing. You can't tell them they are that bitch in the long floor length floral dress. What it's, if it's iconic? What if I wore a long floor length? Wouldn't count. Floral dress. You're not a mom. That's what you think. Who are you a mother to? Look me in the eye and tell me who you're a mother to. That's what I thought. So anyway, anyway. let's move on. <laughs> anyway. Chloe goes first across the stage. You know, she's in the wings. Maddie's in the wings. 
and across the stage chloe says chloe like points Signs. to her eye and then like makes a heart with her hands and then points and says and like points at maddie's like i love you it's again yeah. i would die for her well maddie yeah maddie so did cute. something first like did a whole like a like a hand oh she motion. like she like blew her a kiss yeah, across a the kiss stage that's like, right like, i love you yeah <laughs> like in spite of all the absolute turmoil around I, them, these kids yes. still like managed to be kids and i have to that love note each other too and, the resilience of their like kindness is insane to me that they're not awesome. bitter and like by themselves and isolated. They like have, they recognize that they have each other and that's, that's dope. I think that is so cool. Flowers still bloom in the desert, bro. That's so, you're so real for saying that Eli. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> um, Chloe does her solo slay, big slay. Big she slay, knows dude. it. Abby knows it. The world knows it. Same thing with Maddie, big sleigh. Uh, Melissa is sobbing. Duh, of course she is. Always. Um, Maddie says it makes her happy to watch Chloe, and that's also very sweet. And it's just like it's just so sweet. I just love it. Great vibes in the in the green room. Abby hugs Chloe. That's exciting. She never shows that child literally any affection ever. Well, because she walked in and said like, "Great job. Who's gonna? Is anyone gonna hug?" No, me? that's later. I have a note about. Oh. I have a note about where my hug at. Don't oh, worry. I have man. a note about her. Um, the trio is next. It is a shit show from the beginning to the bitter end. Mackenzie gets a weird start. Yeah, she's the not timing, out from behind the curtain. Right. You even said you're like, whoa, the timing and spacing is weird. It's yeah. all, it's bad. It's like really, really bad. Nia does a flip. She smacks down on her butt. She keeps going, which is impressive. Yeah, her recovery like is immediate. Hurt, looks like it hurt really bad, but she's I, going. Yeah. And then it's over and the girls are comparing who's going to be in the most trouble. <laughs> Like yeah Paige, nia and mckenzie are like well i think she's gonna yell at me the most and, and nia's like okay gang here's the plan don't say anything to miss abby when we get back to the green room and maybe she'll yell and then mckenzie looks up at the ceiling and she goes miss abby's gonna yell at me the most because i'm the littlest and not the best and she's like i did way more things wrong than you guys yeah it's and like, like so all the, sad all the negative self-talk and like the 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 preparation like just knowing that at that age, like that you're in so much trouble and knowing how to deal with like Nia being that prepared is just not it's so sad. Awesome, dude. That no, is not really, great. It's very genuinely sad. Yeah. When we get back to the green room, the vibe bad. Yes. The, the vibe is sour. It is not good. And Abby's pissed. And you can see that the girls are not receptive to any sort of criticism she has because there's two they're too concerned for their literal survival in this moment right they're just thinking like executive function only is mm. she gonna hurt me or not like it's very it's very sad and also holly's like girl nia flipped and fell the exact same way that maddie did like three weeks ago and you're not yelling at her you didn't yell at maddie you cried so like yep what are you talking about what's going on well we know what's going i on. mean yeah like let's be honest um, we get to Peyton. Peyton is in the 13, 14 category. That girl is so tall. She's literally it's crazy. Built like a professional gymnast. Like there yeah, are girls it's, with it's nuts. Like her height and like her shoulders and everything that like compete for the US Olympic team. Yeah, it's it's crazy. So she like gets done with her solo. Leslie is now mad because she didn't get enough time for something that wasn't planned. Yeah, that you literally something asked spontaneous for. didn't have enough time. Like, what are you talking about, dude? And then Leslie's crying all of a sudden, and Abby's like, "Why do you care what these moms think about you?" 
who blah 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 and i'm like who are they they're no one i i my note is who are you saying this for abby are you saying this for less are you saying this for yourself yes you know what i mean like who are you saying this for yeah what a weird way to try and console her like you she can't console Leslie without trying to absolutely trash everyone else right. in the room. And help herself. She wants to hear what she wants. She wants to say what she wants to hear. Yeah. I uh, do. Stupid. Oh my God. The group is next. The costumes. Are we swimming? What's going on? These costumes are very weird to me. Um, and it's, it's a big sleigh. The group kills it. And Chrissy's like, I wasn't even watching the girls. Like I was just watching an amazing performance. It, it, it was, it looked very modern, very clean. <clears throat> it looked a lot easier to learn compared to like the mess of some of the other dancers or dances. I mean, it ends in weird poses that they can't hold for very long, but that's fine. It's not that serious. Yeah. If Chloe's really having good. trouble balancing, there's something off there. They were all in very like angular poses and it was just like, it just wasn't, the end was kind of strange, but that's fine. It doesn't mm. really, it doesn't really matter. It obviously doesn't matter because we get to the awards. And here we go. Junior solos. Chloe gets fourth place, which is kind of a bummer because I thought it was really good. Um, Maddie wins, duh. Um, <laughs> teen solo. Yeah, for real. Teen solo award goes to Peyton. She gets second. And the trio gets fifth. Fucking yikes. Not good. Um, or the yeah, the trio gets fifth, and the yeah. group wins. Of course, they knew it too. Yeah, so I'm I mean, sitting like, on the stage they, on. when he's announcing like, and that announcer was he first like overall flipped that script out, and he was like, yeah. watch out, and he was like, I have in my sir, this is a Wendy's. It let's stop enough, enough, okay. Say who won first place so we can all get our Vera Bradley bags and sidekicks and listen to Fall Out Boy in the minivan on the way home. Oh, like, hell yeah. come on, dude, get it together. He was like, This is, I'm about to be on TV for 20 seconds. I'll yeah, make let it me, count. yeah. He's like, This is my debut, my big break. Yeah. Ridiculous. What if we like actually recognized him? Like, he's oh, been that would be something crazy. recently and That'd he actually so like cool. got cast because of it. Started out as a, an, an announcer on Dance Moms. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So this is when we go back to the green room and Abby's like, is anybody going to hug me? I'm like, it's, it's giving where my hug at yeah. energy. That is Which, creepy dog. By the way, we need to have a conversation about that dude. Cause it's a dude. What dude? The where my hug at person. Dude. Who just like, dude, where's my, and like people uncle. will hug. Yeah. Like out of obligation, uh-huh. like homie, why do you feel the need to hug people every time you see them? There's one thing where it's like, Physical touch is my love language. Uh-uh. Blah blah blah. But stop. Don't put that asking on other people. for it. Yeah. yeah. Stop. Stop asking for it constantly. If you have to ask for it, the like with no. any sort of frequency, yep. people don't want it. If people wanted to hug you, they would. They would it. initiate because they know you're a hugger. Like, right. This is a lot, dog. Yeah. The yeah. where's by stop. At, if you're listening right now and you ask for hugs consistently, stop it. You're weird. Dead ass. Stop it. Um, Abby tells the moms like, don't you chased, uh, um, what's Kendall's mom's name? Jill, you chased Jill away. You chased Kathy away. Leslie, don't let them chase you away. Blah, blah, blah. Which she was happy like 10 seconds ago. And now she's screaming. Sick. Um, and then she says, start messing with my livelihood and I'll start messing with your kid. Maybe say that differently. I know what you mean, but like, maybe like. No, I Maybe think don't. I think you she know? meant that. I don't know. It was a weird way to say that. I didn't like it. Maybe she just icky. like. Maybe fucking need to take a shower. Well, she just like. She plays with 
the kids as though they're objects yeah. that they're her like belongings i just don't like it and it yeah and i'll mess with your kids that Ugh. is a batshit insane thing to say chilling yeah and that it's meant to be it's yeah. it's meant to be like chilling and make them fear not just for themselves but like for like the well-being of their children yeah. which is just some psychotic stuff to yeah, do that's man psycho behavior we've we've gone over this a lot about abby but like the fact that that thought even entered her head oh yeah it's the natural resting place of like oh you're inconveniencing me what can i do to abuse your child to get back at you yeah the, what is the worst possible thing i can do to you yeah how can i make it terrible the mo the way that you can be the most helpless and the way that i can hurt you the most right. would be by threatening your kid that's really scary that is beyond wild that person do you know i we need <clears throat> just in the education system we need better teachers and we need to like pay them more and, and give them more help, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but there also needs to be some kind of vetting system, man, where people like yeah. that are not yeah. allowed in front of kids. There yeah. has to be a way to make that happen. I am very much like uh, let people do what they want, freedom of whatever, blah, 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 blah. But when you're actively harming yeah, like, the people around on. you, yeah. especially if they're kids, uh, the rules no longer apply to you. You don't get to do that. Yeah. I think it's interesting you said that you think we need to have better teachers and better vetting systems. What are your thoughts about better ingredients and better pizza? Well, that'd be Papa John's, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Not a sponsor, but totally could be a sponsor. Not a sponsor, but could be. Yeah. Papa since they, John's. Well, they kicked the racist Papa John yeah, out of the organization. Like 10 large pizzas or something. I allegedly. He did like a challenge. Or, it was really disgusting. And then he became a, or he came out as a racist. Yeah, he's he, probably always been that way, but yeah, he was that way publicly now. Always very sweaty. When his so racism sweaty. came out, so did his sweat, sweat glands. Yeah, disgusting. Whatever. I st the anyway, pizza's still fine. The <laughs> pizza's fine. Um, that's the end of the episode. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. what you think. Tune in for part two, where Eli takes over and monologues about cats. You wish. You wish you were as cool as me and had a platform like me. But you don't. Actually, you could. Anybody could. <laughs> No, Anybody can have this platform. I said this on the very first episode you had me on. Uh -huh. uh, and that was, thank you for asking me to be on your podcast. Finally, uh -huh. the voice of the straight white male will be <laughs> yeah. represented in the space of yeah. podcasting. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's really the, I think the, the podcasting space has really been missing the voice of the straight white man. <laughs> yeah. You know what? With, uh, 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 never mind. <laughs> You and Ben Shabibo can have a fight. I was going to make an Andrew Tate joke. <laughs> no, but Andrew Tate's not white. But that right. What? Andrew Tate's not white. I thought. Andrew Tate's from Russia. Oh, I thought he was just. Tan. Or he's from Romania. I thought he was just tan. Mm -mm. No, he's a person of color. Oh, well. He, he has can... straight white man behavior. Yes, that's the color. real thing. He acts no, like a straight white man. Um, you and Ben Shabibo, though, can like. Go oh, ahead don't for even. The, the most bigoted Jewish person. Who, P.S., Hassan Piker, the love of my life, right. um, he refuses to say his name the way that it really is because he hates him. And so he will always call him Ben Shabibo, just as like a like you, a clown. Do you remember when people did that with uh, Tammy Lauren? Oh, he, yeah. Tommy, Tommy, yeah. Tommy Lawrence. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. That will forever be hilarious to me. Again, if you're a bigot, you deserve to get clowned on. Yes, you should be bullied. Ben Shabibo, 
absolutely. He should be. Dude, with when his lip he, filler and self tan and Botox, come brother. On, when he was talking about the song "WAP" by Megan Thee Stallion, and he was like, "I can't even like, get that, my wife that, wet." Yeah, that we is a like, medical issue. If you are, and everyone's just like, "Bro, oh, you ben, imagine Benjamin, dunking on yourself that hard." Self owned Benjamin, you're telling God, Jesus, and the entire internet that you cannot get your get wife, your wife wet, dude. Dude, that's so. That is that's so, so embarrassing. Funny. That's I know. It's I, amazing. I, that's I. I've made fun of Ben Shapiro a lot. I couldn't even dream up and own like. You can't that. write it better. I, no. You really can't. It's oh, it's so good. It's yeah. Um, speaking of songs, Mr. Eli, do you have a song for this week that you'd like to plug? Uh, Either a da- a song that would be cool to have on Dance Moms or a song that you're just really into recently. Or this like song, that. there is no way that it would be acceptable. To be on Dance Moms, uh-huh. um, oh, but God. it is a oh, song God. that I've been listening to a lot lately so because ready. it it harkens back uh-huh. to uh, my younger days, mm-hmm. many, many, many moons ago. True, but I've been listening to it a lot, and I love this song so much. It's so it's just so much fun. Hang on. Bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Bring them out, bring them out. Give me a title. It's Bring Them Out by T.I. T.I. That whistle in the background. That's so like yes. early 2000s. And the woo at yeah. the beginning. Yeah, it's about to get lit bring in the gymnasium. Em, bring Them Out by T.I. Bring if out. You, I, I'll tell you what, if there are any other millennials out there, Go on Spotify. I'm sorry if you're an Apple Music person, but go, I think it can do this as well. But go to search Bring Them Out by T.I. Create a radio station or a yes. playlist based off of yeah, that song. Apple Music can do that too. Literally start yeah. to finish. It is nonstop bangers. Yes. You will be living your best life of like your late yep. teenage years, early 20s or whatever. Oh my God, man. It is nonstop. It's yeah. so good. It's amazing. My and all of this, all of these songs, in case you forgot, are all on a playlist that's called the Pyramid Bops. It's on, it's linked in the uh, link tree in the description of the episodes, so you can find all the episode, all the songs we've ever talked about in this segment of the show. Um, I would like to semi forfeit, semi gift my selection to you as an offering of the appreciation that I have for you and our friendship. And I I'm feel being like, genuine. I feel like you're doing a bit right I'm now. I'm not What's doing happening? a bit. I, I'm being so serious right now. On like, on um, the life of Coach Cal, I'm being so serious right now. Wow. I'm not kidding. Kentucky basketball shout out. Yes. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Okay. Our friendship is so important to me and so special to me. And you can shake your head and not accept my compliments and that's fine. But the internet knows that I'm giving you a genuine compliment right now. I'm not doing a bit. And I'm gifting this to you. I'm going to gift you like a little boost of serotonin. Okay. It's unexpected, um, but will become. You if you're know, about to, if honest. you're about to play ska music, I'm going to lose my I'm mind. Not, I'm not about to play <laughs> ska music. No, I would never do that to myself. Oh, this nice. Oh yeah! <laughs> Woo! Tell the kids what song this is. This is from. <laughs> this is Your from favorite my favorite movie. It's easily one of my favorite movies of all time. A goofy movie. Yeah. 
by all-time pop star great Powerline. Oh my god. I love this song. I know you do. I picked it for you, brother. Both both stand out and eye to eye. Just are elite. In terms the of like key change, hang on. The key change in this song. Yeah, later on. Dude, yeah. I put this on my Instagram story about something else, but it's applicable here. Big Pharma would do well to figure out how to sell to bottle that. Yes, how to bottle the feeling that this gives me. Let me find it. Perfect. Dude, are you kidding? When they're doing, they're on stage with Powerline and they're doing like the perfect cast that Goofy came up with. Ultimate father-son bonding moment. Dude. Oh my God, man. Roxanne sees him, See but he doesn't him. even care. He's just bonding with his doesn't dad. Doesn't matter. Having Hanging a great with my dad. Time. Oh my God. It's everything. It's everything. You know what's funny? Actually, we're, you know, talking about Juneteenth and I, my buddy Vernon... And I were also talking about like some of like like classic black movies. A goofy movie. Yeah. Was very much accepted as like the first black Disney movie. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I wouldn't have thought about that. That's so interesting. Yeah. Okay. They have both been added to the playlist. That is You're phenomenal. Welcome. I was not doing a bit. Go fuck yourself. Okay. <laughs> there it is. There it is. The other shoe there just it dropped. Is. I thought you were about to. Okay, so you were doing a little bit of a bit a with little, the song, but, but I thought also not. I really thought. Well, I appreciate that. I genuinely do. You're welcome. But I, I thought. Oh, had you played like some ska music <laughs> no. or something? I would have. I would lost never done that to myself. My mind. No, oh my god. I have a whole like ska so playlist. Annoying. That's that's your toxic trait. Is that you unironically enjoy ska music? On I occasion. here's the. We already talked about this. I think on a previous episode, but I think the on only your first one we did. the only reason that I listen to any sort of ska music whatsoever is because of the video game Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. The soundtracks of those games are largely like skate punk ska-esque music. And whenever I listen to those, I think of like all the hours I spent playing those games. Playing with my buddies, playing with my brothers. Yeah, yeah, I get that, I get that. Yeah. Here, still sucks though. Here and now by the Ernie's, go listen to it. Disgusting. I'm going to bleep that out. That's a little more of a rock song. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm not going to bleep that out. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Pyramid. Um, you may notice that we have a new, a little bit of a spiced up uh, logo, a little bit of a new kind of fresh icon, if you will. Not dissimilar to the way I view myself in being a fresh new icon. Oh, boy. You can just yep. cut it now. Yup. Yep. Good night. No. <laughs> um, all of the links for anything that you need are in the link tree in the description of the show. So it's like the follow me on Instagram. My... Um, uh the the what's it spotify playlist is linked there you can send me an email there all that good stuff you can send me yeah i'll plug your instagram in just a second chill out um you can leave me a voicemail it's gonna if you have opinions about the episode or you just really like the episode and you want to tell me that with your own voice you can um submit a voice memo that i will receive and i'll play it and it will sound something like this Hi, Amanda. My name is Kiara, and I am a self-proclaimed Dance Moms enthusiast. I love Dance Moms. It's my all-time favorite show. I've 
constantly um, am watching it, rewatching it, listening to podcasts, watching YouTube videos. I live this; it's my favorite show of all time. So I was super excited when I discovered your podcast. I love you and your friends. You guys are my people. Um, you guys are hilarious. I love listening to your podcast. I'm so happy that you took um, some time off because we all need a break. And I can't wait for you guys to come back. I'm super excited to hear what you guys think about everything. And I'm also a Drag Race fan, so I love the side commentary on Drag Race as well. That's why I said you guys are my people. Um, I'm excited for you guys to return. And I can't wait to start listening to new episodes and to get your opinions on the later seasons, like my favorite season, season three. I'm going to put a voice memo in there. I figured. Yeah. Anyway, it'll sound like that. It'll be very sweet and very cute and very fun. And yes, I'm going to keep that part in. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Duh. Um, So yeah, I love getting those. They're literally so cute and so fun. Every time I get a little email notification that I've gotten one, I squeal and it makes me so happy. Um, And then she texts me that she got them sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, guys, leave a review. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, leave a review Apple Podcasts and sure. Spotify. Um, Eli, do you have anything you want to plug? Yeah, I know. Don't say don't say anything gross. Just I was no, I wasn't going to say anything gross. Okay. I was trying to think of a you could see my eyes calculating. Yeah, that's why I thought you were going to say something gross. No, you said plug. I was going to make like a drug dealer, but I don't do drugs. Oh, Kids don't do drugs. <laughs> 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 what a hot take. Don't do drugs. Indeed. Eli what? wants you to follow him on Instagram. I have an Instagram. His Instagram is at Eli underscore farmer underscore. What's that your Twitter? Correct. Twitter is at Eli Oh, my Twitter is a nightmare. Don't, it's, don't follow Yeah, it's at Eli farmer, but you don't need to it's follow me there. At Eli underscore farmer underscore. Um, I said this last time that Instagram. I had Eli on my podcast. I'm going to say it again. Follow him on Instagram and cyberbully him. And then Eli yeah. will send me screenshots of the mean things people say to him. In oh, his my DMs, God. And it's amazing. They make me laugh. I've had two people... <laughs> I'm not going to li- read your names out loud on the They're podcast, so but you're li- people slid in my DMs were like, hi, I'm here from the podcast. And I'm yep. here to cyber bully you. And Incredible. I laughed out loud. I laughed so hard. So it's please amazing. do that. You don't yes. even have to follow me like permanently. Just like it doesn't even a- have to be a real roast. Just like make your threatening <sighs> presence known. I'm yeah. here on behalf of Amanda cyber bullying you yeah. because of the podcast. Or just send me like an, a knife emoji. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I like that a lot. Just one singular knife emoji. I like that. Yeah. (laughs) Very funny. (laughs) Send Eli a knife emoji on Instagram. All right. Mr. Mr. Eli, you got any parting words? Oh God. Uh, Be nice to people. Yeah. That's like not because you have to, but because you want to. Yeah. That's real. That's real. Thank you so much for listening. So happy to be back. Me too. All the good things. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye.